Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am your Dungeon Master, Cody Jehey. Thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, as always, I'm joined by our friends, uh, playing the wonderful wizard Oz Ozol. Wow, that was a lot to say. Wow. Uh, Zachary. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Um, playing your favorite paladin, big, beefy, and, you know, smitey, uh, Burnt Dawnbringer, played by Dean. What up? Back in the saddle. Again, welcome back, Stolas, the Wicked Warlock of the West, played by Dini. <laughs> yes. Uh, Marius Radari, played by our friend Max. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to our adventure. And our Switch character, on and off, you'll see them here and there, our robotic friend, Kranglis, played by Dini. Best boy. Bestest boy. Um, man... Welcome back. Uh, last, like, potentially three episodes uh, here, which is kind of crazy to think. It's been a little over a year. Um, we did have a double level up, so everyone is now level 10. Uh, so they have capped out for the adventure, except for apparently Kringlis, who's still level 8. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, we'll get to that later, I guess. Um, anyone want to recap us? Dean? You had a big episode last episode. Yeah, so we finally got back to uh, Argenvoss Hold with, uh, with uh, or, or did we start with, uh, oh, we actually started with getting Stolas back on our team. Wait, or was that after? I don't remember. Either way, <laughs> we got back to Argenvoss Hold. I got my hammer. Oh, that's right. Stolas is already here because we smashed the goblin thing inside Stolas with my new hammer. It was a lot. It was a lot of stuff. <laughs> I love that the review was just teen-centric. Like, fuck the whole town fight and the kaiju. And no, the that was an episode. That was the episode before. That was mm. last last episode. No, yeah, we was, ended it was last the, episode. It, yeah. It, was, it definitely wasn't. Okay. <laughs> He's merely starting with what he remembered most recently. It's That's, fine. It's my favorite thing you're about not D &D. Like what I say. No, I just love everything about it. I think you misunderstand the tone of my voice here. I am I am thrilled that oh, this is happening. Zach's judgy ass tone. That's well, just my voice. That's just the, the way wizard, that I speak, you know. The Roll the intro. Roll the you. intro. Uh there's too many buttons there we go. Hear ye, and get ye hype, for tonight's harrowing adventure takes place in the accursed land of Strahd. But fret ye not, though, as our tale is sure to have moments of levity, provided by our all-star role players, and led by our story dungeon master, Cody J. Hay. Truly, from the bottom of all our hearts, we thank you for tuning in to Live and Let's Dice. Sweet. Cody, you're on mute. What is happening? Oh my gosh, this is wow. the worst show that we have ever done. Uh, not the worst show. <laughs> thank you very much. It's about to get real crazy real fast. Um, yes, so you guys are atop Argenvost Hold. Um, 
Dean's whole army has been transported. Beam me up, Scotty. And you guys are just left in the ruins of the castle with just a few people kind of hanging out, walking around uh, in the lower part of the castle. What do you do? Besides the giant kaiju battle that happened at uh, the village of Alaki, that we know nothing about as of yet, uh, other than when you know, Morthenkainen teleported here with Stolas, um, I had done the atonement ceremony on Stolas and returned him back to his original alignment after we had already separated him from the parasitic form of Hadar. So. That was pretty epic, by the way. Very cool. Stolas, how how are you feeling? Well, I've certainly been better. You have much to atone for, from what it sounds like. I think the <laughs> first thing is to go after uh, the Count. Yeah, there is him. Do you remember anything about the Count? Anything you could tell us while you were over there? Did you know he was dating that pretty girl from the village? Irina, we, we, we have we have heard. Um, sounds like he has captured her in all of the chaos. Yeah, I wouldn't say dating as much as... I don't even know what to call it. Forced <laughs> the marriage? It's a Russian bride situation. Yeah, it seems situation. that way. Yeah. Although I am a little concerned. A reverse shotgun wedding, maybe? There's a... Uh legend that says that vampires usually have three wives. Mm, we met them, uh, if you remember, when we had the dinner. Oh, I don't really remember that, but a lot of things are foggy for me right now. Were you ever at the castle? Did you get the layout of the land? I was there for a bit. Well, we, we need to get moving, everyone. Let's head back to the cart and proceed. Uh, we're running out of time here, and every moment we spend in Nargenvast, Holt is a moment we could spend on the road. Okay. I agree. Ozal, anything for you? I'm quiet. No, I was, man. I was just uh, enjoying Stolas's company. I will need to t speak with Kranglis in the uh, battle cart. Battle cart. But uh, okay. no, I think I've already addressed uh, Stolas uh, last episode. Whenever we all reunited. Well, it's always good to see Ozol's face. Thank you, beautiful, my boy. Beautiful, beautiful Ozol. Uh, go ahead and add yourself to the board as you climb aboard. Uh, let me clear off. Uh, cancel. Uh, oh no. Caliban's dead body. Caliban's dead body. <laughs> I didn't realize you can... Okay, so that's kind of cool. You can drag and drop doors. You head towards the battle carts. Day breaking for the first time and unknown eons upon the world as the horizon meets you with a full sunset for half of the sky. The other half is darkened by clouds and mist that obscure the castle itself as if the darkness is finally fighting back against some of the light you have brought to the world. Wow, nice. Beautiful. We adjoin ourselves 
to the battle barge as you travel, taking your shifts, time moving, ever pushing towards Velaki. Uh, Cody, how how long typically is the journey from Argenvast to Velaki? <clears throat> you are days or like hours. It is about one full day. Um, as you you will arrive at Velaki at nightfall, and then from Velaki to the castle, I believe, is two days, is what I said last episode, for the canon of canonicity for our viewers, whom we love. Okay, um, let me, I guess let me ask you this. I have uh, silver, like a, I don't know if it's like a bar, but it's essentially 600 gold worth of silver. Um, And you mentioned a while ago we could silver our weapons. Yes. Is that enough time to do that? Or, like, I don't know how long that takes. Um, ooh. That is an interesting question. You do have Slag's old chambers, with a forging chamber. I would say, depending on what you're trying to silver, you would get it done probably as you arrive at Velaki, if a character did nothing but smith that for the next day. Okay, and, and Cranglis is is, can smith, right? Cranglis can smith. Okay. He is a um, I need to ask Kringlis a question then. So I will go down uh, to, I guess, Slag's quarters, which I believe are now uh, Kringlis's quarters, and uh, knock on the door. You may answer. Good evening, Kringlis. And I will uh, enter the room, and I will say, I've picked this up in our journey. And I think that this silver would be of use to our weapons. Though I do also need a favor of you with this silver. And I'll produce... Uh, I guess you said it was a bar, Cody? Or is it just like a bunch of... like a? I don't know what it is. 600 gold of silver. Uh, yeah, we'll say that it's probably just like three large bars that you just pull from the bag of holding. Perfect. And I will uh, place them on the working table... And I'll uh, tell Kranglist, uh, I need several coins made of this silver. Uh, and I'll kind of, like, produce, like, a sketch of just, like, a little coin shaped of silver. Um, I, I'll Hold on. Just pause for two seconds as the Dungeon Master have to insert. Are you defacing Strahd's currency right now? Are you, like, creating your own? Or what is... Can you walk me through the plan here? Of course. Also, what are all these little things? There's like little tombstones everywhere. What is this? There's doors. There's doors. If you click on them, they can oh. open. But they uh, they oh act God. as line of sight now. And uh, oh, wow. I tested that's it on this fancy. map to, to okay. just totally break our roleplay. I'm so sorry, listeners. But oh, yeah, so cool. they actually okay. physically changed the environment of the map. But I turned dynamic lighting off because it was all over the place. But yeah. Okay, so I'm not defacing Strahd's currency per se. I just need like little discs of silver. Um, so one of the spells that Ozal learned between uh, last session and this one is a spell called, uh, let's see, Animate Objects. And so I just want them to be like little, either little balls of silver or little coins of silver. I just think they're kind of funny if they had arms and legs with coins. And what is your intention with this? <laughs> well, I know silver weapons are good against vampires and i imagine undead in general so i want whenever i use anime objects i'm gonna have an army of silver coins to do my bidding as my object that i'm animating i 
I know you love I everything even, about that. I don't even have words for the level. That's pretty pretty creative, right? I. You have put me in an interesting spot to try to quantify the damage of a small coin man, tiny well, object. I fortunately the spell quantifies the damage. I guess the quantification that you would have to do is if there's any extra damage because they are made of silver. Okay. The spell Here's itself what I'm already going gives to say. I, what, can I on. ask? Why do they have to be made of silver? Because uh, way, way back, we found Strahd's journal, right. and silver was something that he said in his journal was harmful to him. Okay. So if I did, like, rocks, I just had the idea that they might do extra damage if they were silver. If they don't, that's fine. I just have three bars of silver that are burning a hole in my pocket that I kind of have always, ever since I got them, wanted to use with the spell. So they're going to be tiny silver... Men? Coin, exactly. Like imagine like Beauty and the Beast, like so little. Instead of using the silver to buy stuff, you're going to use it for this. I'm using. I mean, it's six. It's bars of silver. So this is a tiny amount of this bar of silver. Jesus Christ! You're going this. to animate ten tiny objects that each do one d four plus four damage, and have an HP plus of twenty plus and AC of eight to ten. Strength four, Dex eighteen. Yes. This has been the one spell I've wanted to use, like, the entire game, and I'm so happy I could finally use it. I just want you to know... That you love me. I'm going to kill you. How dare you? What? This is like a... This is exactly how the spell's supposed to be used. I have found a new passion in life. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. This uh, is pretty clever. You have to. You have to. Admit, this, this is this is interesting. It's fun. It's like a vending little... machine attacking you, but instead of like, it's like it, it reminds me of Cuphead. It just like you have a vending machine that's shooting out little coin boys, and you are the vending yeah. machine. It's, it's <laughs> we'll see. This is interesting. Look, I'm not saying this is going to kill Strahd, but we're about to f face a giant city melee. An AC and of 18 seems absorbantly high. Just you are not wrong. This spell's kind of personal note. They also but have guess... blind sight up to 30 feet. <laughs> yeah, pretty stupid. Okay, so that's I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Kranglis make like I don't know ten. <laughs> well, like fifty. So that's probably. the maximum. Well, the thing is, once you use it once, if they die, I think the coin is broken. So I don't think you can. Uh, it's concentration up to a minute. Hang on, let me see. I guess you can pick the coins up, yeah. It doesn't say anything about that. It says when the animated object drops to zero hit points, it reverts to its original f object form, and any remaining damage ah, carries yeah, over to its original form. Awesome. Yeah, so, so yes, I'll, I'll do like you probably 50, make like 50. Yeah. And then the rest I'll use to s uh, silver anyone's weapons that need it. What is it will be done. Oh, Thank you, Kringlis. That's a great... Look at this, we're using math. Uh, Vintage says, Hey, have you guys boys got a license to D&D &D here or what? Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no. I'm just going to trust Wizards of the Coast uh, has, is going to extend our blessings and steal all of my ideas. Yeah, so... Uh, like one ounce coin. I don't yeah. think they need to be... You know, I don't think they need to be anything crazy. And I mean, they're bars of silver, so they're probably quite dense. Um, and the rest we'll use... I don't know that we'll be able to do it to the townsfolk, because obviously once we arrive, you know, things are going to be hitting the fan, but 
if uh, Marius or Stolas or Burn uh, would like to silver their weapons, um, if there's time, and then if there's any silver left, we can silver, you know, maybe the the general's weapons. I don't I'm, I don't imagine we have enough to silver like the whole town. No, we don't have time for this. But uh, thank you for the offer. My sword breaker is quite good. Well, I've actually come in here looking to see if I can find the spare shield. Um, and then, Kranglis, if you wouldn't mind, could you infuse it with uh, some enhanced defenses? Uh, okay, roll me a d100. 55. We'll roll one more time. 92. Uh, yes. You find a buckler. Perfect. This is work. This will work. Kringus, are you able to enhance the defense of this buckler for me? I will give it a shot. Um, what happened to Marius's helm's shield? It was disintegrated by the curse. Ah, thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yes, and I returned I... to Strahd's armor as a gift. So, Dini, uh, the thing I'm asking you for is a magical infusion. If you don't have it as an option on Kringlis as a a defensive thing, you can infuse magical abilities with artificers. I don't know if you have that capability or not. Um, let's pull Kringlis's sheet here. I believe Kringlis has some infusions. Infuse item. That is a huge wall of text. Tool expertise. Uh, refueling ring. Repulsion shield. Shield. Yes, repulsion shield. Sweet. Ooh, that's really cool. Uh, plus one to AC. Uh, while the wielder is using that shield, the shield has four charges. While holding it, the user can use a reaction immediately after being hit by a melee attack to expend one of the shield's charges and push an attacker up to 15 feet away. The shield regenerates 1d4 expanded charges daily at dawn. Thank you. Uh, do you need me to copy and paste that to you? I already have it, thank you. That's okay. all I needed to know. And do you know the duration of your infusion? Mm, I think they're permanent until they do a new one. So, yes, they are indefinite. Um, and it... But if Kringlis dies, the infusion goes away equal to the number of days of their intelligence modifier would be for um, yes other than that if Kringlis does a different infusion then yes that will go away so they could do one infusion at a time at this level it looks like from what I'm reading you see it's now 22 got it okay any other business while we're on the cart uh, Zach you get 3.12 pounds of silver coin boys in a sack that I guess you could use as a 1d4 improvised club if you wanted to. Silvered. Thank you club. very much. Anything else? I think that's it for me. 
Okay. I will just uh, go to my quarters and um, not necessarily meditate, but just sort of begin mentally preparing for what we're about to do. Um, and then Cody, the I'm not sure if you have access to my sheet, but the spells that I have on the sheet are um, what I'm preparing in advance for this fight. Perfect. Or adventure, whatever we're about to do. You guys are going to need it. Although, that being said, I was kind of hoping you were going to animate a house. Um, I can animate a house? That's awesome. Dude, you can read through the whole spell, man. Like, statue gallery is what that spell is made for. Oh, man. Like, sculpture garden? Some crazy shit. You travel from Argenvost Hold across past Van Richten's... Or, I'm so sorry down here. Uh, from Argenvost Hold, up across the bridge, past the water, and towards the town of Volaki. I have one other thing I'd like to do before we reach the town of Volaki. Yes. I'll gather to the table in the center of the war cart, or the battle cart. I will place this golden chalice that I found along our adventures. I'll pour a glass of wine into it. And began to ritual cast the spell divination. Your magic and the offering you put in contact with a god or a god servant. You ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. The DM offers a truthful reply. The reply uh, might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. The spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. If you cast the spell two or more times before finishing your long rest, there's a cumulative 25% chance for each casting after the first that you get a random reading. The DM makes this roll in secret. So I have to offer this golden chance which will be consumed at the end of the spell since it costs exactly 25 gold. Great Helm, Night Protector, the question that I asked of you is one of dire importance and requires an answer. I must know. Is there anything else we require to be d- successful in defeating Strahd? Sorry. Um, God damn it. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. No. Um, in your mind's eye, you are sitting at a well armored temple. Lots of statues of Helm as you ask this question. There's a burning brazier uh, and smoke that kind of obscures this temple of where you have gone in your meditative state. You receive in the smoke a simple vision of the amulet of Ravenkind. But the difference between the one that you have in your possession and the one that Helm has shown you is the center jewel. That is your cryptic omen that is given to you. And then it fades. 
Did we discover the symbol of Ravenkind? You did, in fact. It was in the giant treasure hoard room uh, where you guys ran into Rahadin. And there was a bunch of mimics on the ground, and you had all that random stuff, and Ozal took the wooden pony back to his house uh, to do unspeakable right. things with. with Who the has wooden possession pony of was it? The symbol? No, 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 no. Just that kidding. was in the, the hand of imagine? the amber giant guardian thing. Um, I don't remember who grabbed it, though. Ozal grabbed it, so I, I think technically I have possession of it. The I'll uh, give it to Burn to keep safe, if, if that's the case. I, I need to see this, the, this, this amulet that we found. Please, let me look at it. Um, yeah, I will um, produce the amulet. I look okay. at the jewel in the center of this gem. It is Does black it... in the center. And what was the color of the one you in my vision? Red. This is a false gem. Roll me an investigation check. Um, investigation coming your way. 17. I rolled really well. Not only is it black, it has swirling silver mist as you look deeper into it. And ghostly faces appear and fade as you take a closer look. You said that it was a fake gem in that this is not what we were supposed to get? Or what do you mean by that? No, the, the center... I, I asked... I asked... I asked Helm. I cast a, a divination spell and offered him up a, a goblet. Uh, asked him if there was anything else that we required to be successful in defeating Strahd. And I was transported in my mind to a temple. And in this temple I saw the symbol of Ravenkind, this very amulet, or what appeared to be like it. But the one thing that I noticed was the gin set in the center was different. It was a vibrant ruby red color. And this one is not. It is black with swirling silver inside. It makes me suspect that maybe it's been tampered with, or this is not the gin that we need. Or, or even the, the actual symbol. It could be a duplicate. Um, does it radiate magic in any way? It does. I, it, it, by oh. all intents and purposes, this feels the exact same under any and all examination as the same symbol of Ravenkind. As if it was crafted and placed as a duplicate for y'all to find. And no one has attempted to uh, attune to the item? I'll place my hand upon it and attempt to remove curse. So, at your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end. If the object is cursed magic item, it, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner as attunement to the object, so it can be removed or discarded. Does that have any effect on it? Give me one moment to consult my notes here. 
Where is the um, cart on the map? I I lost it. I don't think it's actually on the map. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna focus on the town of Lockie for now. Uh, it has no effect. Nothing happens to the gym within. Nothing happens to the gym within. Can Ozol cast? Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of identifier to detect magic would be better. I think with an identifier would be good. We yeah. haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I'll ritual cast identify to see if there's any spells affecting this gem. And I'll place my hand on it during such a time. Uh, for ten minutes, you choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magical item or some other magical imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use, and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. If, uh, yeah, that's what's relevant to this situation. You guys are on the right track. Um, uh, sorry, I'm making sure I'm reading through this to make sure I don't mess this up. Yeah, so you feel that in your heart of hearts, Ozal, as the spell goes off and you detect magic on this, you feel identify. that it is a... Or, I'm sorry, identify on this, that it is a powerful, radiant, holy relic meant to fight the evils of this world. Would there... Would I... Um identify if there's anything cursing this item that changes the gem from what Marius believes it should be to what it is now? Technically, no. But, being that I like the rule of cool, roll me Arcana. Sure. Let me uh, do that for you. Uh, 25 for Arcana. Weaved in... To the aura of this object, as you have now become a 10th level wizard, you see there is a thin red line that separates between what the object is and what it is not. And as you peel that thread, it begins to unravel. And in arcane script, you can make out the words, Nostrils Magic Aura. A spell designed to hide an object, give it a false appearance, mask it, to make it seem that it is something that it otherwise would be. May I look this up in the compendium? Um, yeah, here. Let me just... Bam. Okay, um... Let's see... Uh, may I read this for the listeners? Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, you and this in this instance, the person who cast this spell, place an illusion on a creature or an object you touch, so that 
Divination spells reveal false information about it. The target can be a willing creature or any object that isn't being worn or carried by another creature. When you cast the spell, choose one or both of the following effects. The effect lasts for the duration. Uh, if you cast this spell on the same creature or object every day for 30 days, placing the same effect on it each time, the illusion lasts until it's dispelled. Uh, I would say this is probably under the mask category. Correct. Yes. Mask, you change the way the target appears to spells and magical effects that detect creature types such as uh, a paladin's divine sense or the trigger of a symbol spell. You choose a creature type and other spells and magical effects treat the target as if it were a creature of that type or of this alignment. Um, what did you learn, Lois Hall? Seems as though someone cast a spell on this item to give it a different illusion. I don't know the duration of time in which they cast it, as the effect alters depending on one day or 30. But it's, I believe a dispel magic may work on this. Well, no, 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 I will do such a thing. I will cast the dispel magic. Perfect. Make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Both of us are just Marius. Whoever's holding it. That would be... Probably Marius oh. now. Yeah, are you picking it up to cast that? I don't have to. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll do well, it. Well, then I guess Ozol. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, dexterity saving throw is a three. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, three As for the dex. the barrier around this necklace fades, it melts into... What can only be described a large bear trap, which pinches your fingers, dealing you 16 points of piercing damage as it closes around your hand. Uh, 52. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry! Oh, the best part about mean. this is as it does that, and you're like, ah, like shrieking in pain, two eyes open up at the front of the jaws. Is it a mimic? And two more eyes, and two more eyes, until a total of 16 eyes. Is it a beholder? It is a mimic. <gasps> okay. Uh, roll for initiative. <laughs> that is no. friggin' funny. <laughs> I'm Dude, so sorry. Um, Cody, we don't have any tokens on the board, so my initiative... Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm work. on a different page for you. Let me switch you guys back. I'm gonna keep that initiative, though, if that's okay with you. I am so sad that no one put it on because I was going to attempt to <laughs> suffocate a creature. <laughs> put the... I'll put the amulet on? That's yep. funny. Okay, so I double-clicked it. Initiative. Uh, actually, 26.12! Uh, go ahead and put yourself up in the map room, I guess. Okay. The main tables where we were handling this. Are, yeah. are we not helping fight this thing? Well, you're driving the cart, I imagine. Oh, Stolas yeah. can be whatever. Ouchie. Uh, and I'm going to say that you are officially grappled <laughs> as a heads up. Oh, that's hilarious. That's fine. Um, Would you mind opening the initiative table for us so that way they actually yes. populate? Roll 20 is taken. Dude. I blame Wizards of the Coast. This is all their fault. Um, like, Burner, are you just going to keep driving up there? 
Is anyone else going to be involved in this fight? Out of uh, I mean, if someone comes and tells me what's going on, there's no way I would know. Well, I would Ozal. Ozal will shout, "Burn! Help!" Loudly. Oh, you realize how cart? big this cart is? <laughs> I will say, I lose my you, hand. You can do that on your turn, which is now. Uh, okay. You are officially grappled. Okay. And I don't yeah. know that I've been grappled. May may we refresh the grapple rules for those who may not know, aka me? Yes. The simple version is right now, currently, you are being held. Um, actually, you know what? I'm just going to pull them. Just read the rules because our audio listeners might want to learn while they play. And I'm all about that. Yay. Conditions. Grapple oh, says, ouchie. Mom's Wait, time out. Does he have to roll to hit me for that 16 points of damage? That is a really good question, and I will address that right now. Uh, some creatures like may like uh, have an exception to the rules. So D&D I is see. all about yep. specific rules versus generic rules. Uh, your speed has become zero. It cannot benefit from any bonus to speed. That's you. Uh, the mm -hmm. condition ends if, you're, uh, if the grappler is incapacitated, which is the mimic. Um, the condition also ends if the effect is removed from the grapple from the creature. Um, if it's like hurled away with like thunder wave. Uh, essentially what you have to do is you can make an opposed check to get out of it, either athletics or acrobatics. Um, it takes an action to do, and that's essentially your turn if you want to get out of it. That being said, uh, the grappler has advantage on attack rolls against the creature you are currently grappling. Uh, you can use your action to pin a creature... Uh, grappled by by you to do so you make another round of grappling checks if you succeed the creature is are, oh man. you and the creature are both restrained until the grapple ends uh, restrained is a whole nother condition that is extremely nasty you don't want to be restrained other people can help me get this thing off or is this yes they can give versus? you like okay. an advantage um, they can attempt to pull the creature from you kind of like what the thunder wave section was uh, like if Marius or Stolas was to make a successful strike check they could pull you off that being said okay the mimic again has some exceptions to that rules because in its object form uh, after its false appearance has been broken uh, the mimic has a tag called adhesive uh the mimic, anything it touches, unless huge or smaller than the creature, uh, is grappled by it, has the DC, ability checks made to escape it, have disadvantage. So you need to make your athletics or acrobatics check at disadvantage to undo the grapple with this creature. Uh, alternatively, you could also, like, Misty Step or something else. Yeah, I was just looking that up. Um, I mean, I guess, can Vor help me get advantage on this? Which I guess would just be a normal save now at this point? Yeah, sure. How does he do okay. that? Uh, Vor will begin, um, not necessarily pecking, but just kind of getting in the face of the mimic, trying to get it to focus his attention on Vor. And I will attempt, uh, at this point it would just be a normal acrobatics check, correct? Yep, because you have advantage. Uh, 20? Yeah. Oh, flip you flip wizard, kick baby. your way out of it. Boom. Uh, and that I is can... your whole action. Yes, you can move. Okay, that, that's exactly what I was going to ask. I uh, will... You do provoke an attack of opportunity if you move, since you didn't disengage, technically. Oh, so I would be here then, I guess? You could stay there. You basically... In game terms, you are able to throw your arm hard enough in one direction that it clatters to the ground, rights itself, and you are now no longer grappled by this creature. <clears throat> okay, but that was my whole action to do that, correct? Correct. 
And if it wants to grapple me again, it does have to do some sort of It would check. have to make an attack. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'll stay here then for now. Okay. And I can disengage next turn. And that'll be my turn. Where's? Foul imitation of Ravenkind. Be gone. Marius snaps his fingers and casts Banishment. Needs to make a charisma saving throw or disappear. 14. It, fa it fails. It is yes. native to this plane, so it only disappears for a minute. That's so. fine, but we're, we're on okay. a moving cart. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Well done, Marius. Wow. Was, I'll give you this. That, that is... Good. Yeah. Here's Jesus. for you. That was awesome. <laughs> I like how you guys went through all that stuff, and Max was probably sitting there like, I'm about to fucking... <laughs> ass in a matter of seconds. Uh, yes, it straight up out of existence. The cart's trundling along, <laughs> pun intended, because of trundle. Uh, the camera pans out as Ozal's like son of a. It cuts out, you know, and then in the mist in the ground, it just hits the ground and then scuttles off into the forest to go mimic something else on another day. You have discovered my clever ruse. Well done. Um, so we don't have the symbol Ravenkind, which is not going to bode well for us. How do we... So the Amber I... Temple was all for not, essentially? I mean, it, was, it wasn't all for not. I mean, we, we got the other half of the skull we needed. We discovered parts of the castle. We understand the entire upper floor layout of the keep now. We just but don't, don't, we need, don't we need this thing, though, to fight Strahd? We don't need I, it. Would be I, nice. have, I have a suspicion that maybe we it might be there, but maybe I am wrong. I could ask the question tomorrow with another offering to Helm on the way it is, but Ooh. I will need a day to, before I could recast it and it be accurate. Yeah, I'll have to wait till tomorrow. It's too risky today to do my spell. But I, I am sorry that you were you were injured, friend. It's okay, Marius. Is there any way that you may heal me, or do we have any potions on board? Uh, of I course, I need to I, be a, I, I have well, healing. We can also short rest, I, right? Th there's not there's, any resources. There, there's no you, need. You guys will get a whole long rest because it's yeah. a whole day. Yeah, you'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll mend your hand for now, and then it'll it'll be fine. Thank you, my boy. And uh, I guess just let me know how many HP to recover. Um, how much? How much are you missing? Uh, Sixteen. Sweet. Uh, let's do a level one healing word then. That. Where is healing work? There it is. Or actually, I'll I'll do a level one cure wounds. That's easy enough. Um, Eleven points. Perfect. Thank you, my boy. Sixty-three. And uh, I'll pat Marius on the back and um, sit down on the the uh, map table and. Um, begin uh, 
you know, kind of going over my spellbook and preparing for the um, eventual combat that we're going to be in. Okay. Burn. One day has passed as you arrive at the outskirts of Velaki. In the distance, in the mist, as kind of night is is setting, right? Or the, the sun has finally set and the last rays of light are spreading across the sky. You see a monolithic tower floating uh. over the water. Silhouetted in the distance, you can see the visual of this giant statue is what it looks like with these rings of power glowing upon it that seems to be keeping watch there is water that you can hear running and flowing uh, as if the whole northern road has been flooded uh, from Lake Zarevich and the town itself is quiet oh no what the hell's happening here I mean, Burn obviously knows what happened here, because we, but it's more of like processing it, like holy shit. Yeah, uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> there may this have is... been a uh, small attack on the village while you all were away. Really, I really call this small. <laughs> it's been pretty badly damaged is the um something left yeah is there you said it's quiet in the town but are people alive like what's what's the status well i don't know you want to move into the town and i can give you more information oh i assume yeah. or do you want to psychically psychically reach out with oh our cart is in the town so i don't know if that's where we were that is that is that's not a car remember we have established this oh it i'm sorry fixture on the map it's all right yeah uh, you well, guys we're coming up to the town anyway, but I mean, we're gonna have to stop and sleep, right? It's been a day of travel. Yeah. yeah uh, so, and yeah, I have in fact, uh, updated. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. It's probably best if you're not seen with me at all. So yeah, I still will probably stay in the car. Yeah. <clears throat> what happened to Stolas? What do you mean? What happened to Stolas? Ozol wasn't here. Ozol doesn't know that Stolas went on a rampage. I don't. In fact, I don't know how you know that Stolas went on a rampage. Morgan kind of told us when he came. Yeah, over. he brought Stolas oh. to us, and we cured him. Ozol, you're getting a little too old, buddy. That wasn't in the recap, so I didn't know. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shots fired! I quit the show. You can't quit the show. Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll drive into town and park in our normal reserve spot. That sounds great. Uh, go ahead and put yourselves where you guys would like to put yourselves. I will just move the cart to the DM layer here. Uh, Am I poisoned? Later. What is this little... I don't know. That was on your token. You can take it off. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to take that off, though. Some things have changed. Um, I have refined our little combat a little bit more. So if you have a creature with a blue dot, that is how much damage they can take. If you have a unit that does not have a blue dot and just a number, that is how many units are in that. And I have a whole sheet that will tell me how much damage it can take before you lose a unit. Okay. 
It's kind of simplified. Um, Ozal, your tower has finally been finished. Ozal's guild hall. All three of Ooh. your apprentices I like that. lie within it. Marius, the town clerics are preserving the body of Esmeralda for you, and you find this out as you reach the front gate. Ew. Um, they do not have the power to bring her back from the dead currently, uh, but they have her kind of stabilized, but she is under under. Um, so that you will have to attend to her. Other than that, the Blue Water Inn is gone. 100%. It was crushed and destroyed. Um, there are a few guards and burn. Your men have been stationed as to not alarm the town folk in the dead district. Um, which they probably feel more comfortable in being that now that sunlight is raining, it also hurts them. Wow. Hurts that, them? What do you mean it hurts them? Quite the development then. Uh, they are... They have like a sunlight sensitivity essentially. Um, why? Wait, wait, who has, sun, who has sunlight sensitivity? Oh, yes. Um, is, the town is not actively at this exact moment under attack, correct? No, it is not. Okay, um, I will, um, approach my students and, Faye, Arthur, how did you do in the attack? Uh, Arthur is just like battered and bruised and his like arm is in a sling and he's like hi Master Ozal was the greatest of all your apprentices I faced the monster head on and I almost killed it but it got me with a nearly mortal blow the clerics were able to bring me back to life <sighs> yes I truly am going to become the greatest wizard of all time. Can you fight in your condition, Arthur? I am always able to serve you, Master Othal. Very good. Um, his arm is broken, I assume? Or is it just like sprained? Do you want to take like, a look at it? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Because I, I guess I'm wondering if the clerics can I wish mend I right his... Now. I'd like to take a look at him. Uh, yeah, I'll, you I'll take a look. go to look at it. He's like, "No, Master, please don't trouble yourself." And he trips backwards, and his arms come out of the sling, and he like wobbles himself and falls over, and then pushes himself up with both arms. Uh, he uh, like ashamedly like pulls the sling off, and he's like, "I just wanted you to think I was a great hero, Master Oval." Yes, I've. I'm Fables sure you did very eyes. well. You did very well, my boy. Um, Faye does have a magic staff, correct? Like, I, I want to say Arthur just kind of has whatever. Yeah, like Arthur Faye, has, like I, a, has like a crystal ball that you gave him. Okay. Uh, that he just holds in both hands and shoots magic out of. But but Faye, actually, I want to say that she had like some sort of item staff. Let me, uh, oh, probably. Let me pull up her uh, sheet here. The reason why I ask is I do have, um, oh, she has a magic bow. I do have that staff that I could give Arthur, the staff of giant insects, for what's about to happen. Do you think that would be worth it? Uh, it's up to you. Um, I don't anticipate your followers following you to Castle Ravenloft. Um, oh, I thought we were doing a town battle here. 
Oh, yes, you will be. But you could give it to them. If you want to, okay. it's up to you. Um, yeah, I will, um, uh, within my tower and within my quarters, summon the, uh, roll the, uh, pocket watch, rather. And, uh, um, summon the portal and enter. And, um, fetch the, uh, staff, or the staff of giant insects from the, um, sort of magic library and uh, hand it to Arthur and say, my boy, it's time that you've uh, you've earned your first magic weapon. And I'll explain to him what it does and uh, say that the town will need you at full strength and with full capacity for what lies ahead. Mathrothal, I will serve as a dedicated servant and student of you, defending the town with my new insectiles swarms and he like throws his hands out his bugs kind of go everywhere from the staff oh, and i will use i regret it already detriment of, of any and all villains um as he's speaking to you he is roughly jostled aside uh by aknar your third acolyte uh who has been deemed the wild card um that, is this yes. a new guy no, he's been your same one. He has just been out scouting, if you remember. I thought his name was something else. Okay. Nope. Yes, Aknar. How may I help you? Uh, he kind of puffs on his pipe. He's a younger man. Um, and lays out a map. Completely scattered out. He says, We have till next nightfall before they attack. I have a rough estimate of their troop count as well as a new detailed map of what has happened to Barovia. It is now colloquially dubbed as the Necropolis. Thank you, Ragnar. Have you shared this with the town elders? Everyone is informed. Thank you, my boy. Um, I will uh, begin studying the map. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll begin studying the map. Okay. Also, his name was uh, Seamus Anderol. Who's this guy? I, f- I forgot what his name was, so I just made one up on the spot. Oh. Okay, can we change it back? We, yeah, we can change it back. When okay, I was like, I, just, I don't think that was his name. If okay. you Facebook message me that, his name will change magic okay. next episode. Thank you, Acolyte Anderol. And I will... Uh, <laughs> little, little, little DM futzing there. <laughs> um... Yeah, that the life it. of me, I could not, I could not find it. So I okay, like, I was like, oh, <laughs> that I, well, I don't know who that guy is. Um, okay, perfect. Uh, I um, yeah, I'll begin studying this. And um, does um, Seamus want to? Uh, is he going to join us in the preparations, or is he just doing his own thing? Say that one more time. So, I assume like all the different. Um, you know, like the barbarians and the warriors and everything, we're going to be planning on what we need to do is, you know, because he's kind of the wild card, so is he going to stay with us and, and prepare, or is he dipping out? Because he wasn't in the last fight. No one knows. He's the wild card, my guy. I, well, I'll, I'll ask him and say, um, will you be here, or will you be venturing? Um, He kind of looks at you, and he's like, well... I mean, if there is a good fight on our way, I see no reason for me to leave. Very well. We will begin preparations, and we'll begin uh, studying with uh, um, 
you know, the three acolytes on what we need to do. Why is Burn just bouncing around the whole map? Uh, we'll uh, begin. I'm lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fire my boy. He would say something. You were ponging around. I was like. Yeah, was uh, like he's just like tiptoeing while you're having these conversations. <laughs> I'll say, uh, Burn, you should have seen what my student done in defense of this city. Your, your soldiers would be very proud that one of mine was so brave. Ah, uh, yes. I heard great tales. Uh, you oh, must no. tell me, my boy. Um, I we do also have to inform. I'll, I'll tell Burn and say, um, we do have to inform the barbarians of Caliban's fate, my boy. Yes, I imagine that you will be leading his sad. contingent as well. I will absorb his men into my ranks. <laughs> Dude, you have like two, three armies now. <laughs> yeah, Lord Commander. Very well, my boy. Gamanda. I'm very proud of you, Burn. And I'll pat Burn on the shoulder and kind of show him to where his troops are. (laughs) And then go back up to the the tower and begin preparations. He's just like trying to read a book, but it's upside down. Like, (laughs) he's like King Shark. I'll uh, I'll also tell um, uh, Arthur, um, you also want to begin. Um, attuning to this item as you'll need it. Oh, yes. I attuned to things very quickly as a master withered. But not, oh, as, well. not as quickly as you, of course, master Ozol. Sh- Seamus and Faye just kind of share a look and shake their heads. Okay, that's it for me for the prep that we need to do. Do you want me to roll portent again? Uh, just hold on the way you have so you don't have to roll a okay. hundred times. Um, Your call. Burn, are you doing anything? Other than wandering? Something uh, you'd like to do? Yeah, no, I guess uh, Burn's just kind of like taking inventory of who's left because so many people died. Um, I guess they're way over here, right? Um, like over here. The dead bodies have just kind of been burned again, right? Like, Oh, uh, are these all corpses? Are you talking about the guys to the far right? Yeah, over here. Oh, no, no, no. You... Is that where you're headed? Yeah. If roll 20 would let me. Right here. Uh, you, as night falls, see... Well, roughly... What? 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80-ish. Uh, troops that are pulling out from the dirt where they have concealed themselves as red eyes begin to pop up across the field. And for a moment, you're like, oh shit, they're already here. And then the gleaming silver armor, while still tarnished, you can make out the tips of dragon wing helmets and swords and shields as the revenants begin to rise from their resting places now that night has come and this is an element that they thrive in. Okay, so these are my Argonvoss guys. Yes, they have been okay, placed over here. Okay, when you said they were revenants earlier, I thought you meant the original town people. I was like, when did that happen? Oh no, 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 okay. not the town people. Do, are uh, there any left of those guys? Yeah, so you you have sixteen, um, twenty two of the barbarians left, and like ten, twenty, thirty, forty. 40-ish Spartans left. 
Okay, cool. uh, they have been strategically placed around town, kind of keeping watch over the districts that are still alive. But a lot of this northeastern side has been basically destroyed. So okay. they have fallen back to the Burgermaster's Manor as a new uh, stronghold. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, now I get it. Now I get what's going on. Well, now. Uh, where's, uh, what's his name? <laughs> what do they call him? Vladimir? <laughs> yeah, just Will like the guy him? that was... His chop-chop boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. He was just a basic revenant, I so I mean, he oh, okay. he's kind of hard to weed out from all the other revenants. But Do I have uh, like a second in command, I guess? So yeah, that would be Vladimir, one of okay. the original kind of commanding leaders, and his lieutenant, Sir Godfrey. Uh, and they are kind of to the further east. Um... Okay, I'll go talk. At the head of the armor. So, Vladimir. Mm, This mountain of a creature just kind of rises uh, and walks towards you. My lord. How much bigger is he than Burn? He's about, like, equal size with you. Okay, Uh, because Burn's not used to bigger guys than him. He's usually, you know, top of the You like tender men, if I'm not wrong, right? Anyway, <laughs> is there anything you require that I could get for you or no, any of my men? We were just getting ready to start patrol. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go speak with the rest of the team and see what the plan is. And I'll be back to give you orders, I guess. I'm still kind of new to this. <laughs> He nods. We stand at your command, my lord. And then all of the Spartans say, Oh, it's so quiet. We'll do that again. Last time it blew my eardrums out. Uh, He clangs a shield together. Hell yeah. That was for me? That was for you. Bring you should correct and be like, me lord. (laughs) (laughs) He's not low-born, you turd. I know. That's just funny. Well, because Burn is lowborn, that's why. May Lord. Uh, yeah, and they will just kind of begin to stretch out and do what revenants do now that they are no longer bound to to wander. So. Okay, so they're not. Are they gonna like scare all these people, the townspeople? No. Uh, they have been given pretty good orders from Mordenkainen in the meantime to kind of be the frontal assault, um, and to steer clear of the town. Uh, and out of sight, which, while well, I mean, stealth is not really their strong suit, uh, being in the dead district, it's not somewhere where a lot of people go. Okay. Right? Alright, well, let me catch up with the rest of the gang and see what's going on. Guys? Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's smash cut to Stolas. Are you over here? <laughs> As Burn begins to wander back through <laughs> the destroyed <laughs> It's like this giant armor-clad monster just lost like a little dog. Like, hello? (laughs) I mean, I guess he knew where Ozol was, so I guess I'll just go back to where he last saw Ozol. Okay. Oh, shit, he's gone. (laughs) Where'd he go? Oh, no, there he is. (laughs) Stolas, what are you doing? 
Well, uh, Stolas definitely doesn't want to be seen here. So he has used a uh, mask of many faces to kind of transform himself into like a common owl, like a little yes! Stolas. Oh god! And he's just like flying around, hanging out, just kind of listening in on conversations on the down low. If he Eating can. worms. I was really hoping for the return of human Stolas, who is super awkward. <laughs> Oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, he's this little, uh, little baby Stolas right now. <laughs> but yeah, he definitely does not want to be seen by anyone here because he uh, killed a lot of people, and they'd probably like to string him up. So. Well, they are the ones who took him prisoner, so they know. Well, yeah, what do you think you're you were taking me prisoner for? Well, I mean, they didn't kill you on sight on purpose. Like, they knew who you were. But, yeah, it's probably not best to be walking around all gloaty about it. Right. Okay. And then, uh, as far as Kranglis goes, uh, I'd like to have him prepare a few potions while we prepare for this battle. Yeah. And uh, whatever potions that he manages to mix, uh, I'd like to distribute them to anyone who wants them. So. Yeah. What are you shooting for? Just more healing or something different? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably healing. What do you guys think? Um, I know that Marius has some really cool healing spells, so he probably doesn't need healing as much, but. Ozol will take a potion or two of healing. Okay. Or I guess depending on how many you can spare, one for, e for me and each of the students would be great, but I don't want to overburden you. Roll me D100s, and then roll me two intelligence checks. Uh, or actually, how many D100s? Re reverse that. Let's do, let's do two intelligence checks first, and then I'll have you roll D100s. Okay. Where are you, Kranglis? Uh, on the battle card, underneath Morden King. Alright. Oh, there he is. Got him. Okay. So here's intelligence check one and two. Okay. Um, your first intelligence check is to assess what Slag had on hand in the card itself. Um, do you want the good news or the bad news? Uh, let's go with the bad news. The bad news is, is 90% of the ingredients on board, uh, are definitely designed to harm people. Oh, okay. The good news is, is you know how to mix it. Okay. Um, so go ahead and roll me D100s. Uh, how many? Two. Fifty-two. Okay, so forty and twelve. Um, let's start with the twelve. You are able to make five potions of the excuse me flasks of alchemist fire. And forty. Let me scroll down my chart here. And one potions of dragon's breath. 
That sounds really cool. Alright. Uh, and I will drive it over to Kranglis here in just a second. Um, let's hop to Max. Max, what are you doing? Davian, Dale, Peter, what has happened to Esmeralda? Why is she laying here lifeless? My lord, <clears throat> she has been killed. We have been attempting to preserve the body, but none of us had the time or wherewithal to revive her. We also lack some of the skills and somewhat fear bringing her back from the death. Um, being that Barovia is a very dark place, we don't know what we will bring back if we do it. So we were waiting for your instructions, my lord. How long has she been gone? Uh, at this point, only uh, like five days. Have you been placing the gentle repose on her each day? Yes, my lord. Say the duration of the spell is 10 day casting. It'll prevent her from becoming undead. Yes, my lord. <sighs> Peter, go and fetch uh, Van der Richten. Maybe he has a way to help her. Uh, it, she is too far gone for my own casting at this time. Uh, yeah, he heads straight out to go do that. Um, several moments later, he returns with Van Richten in tow. Uh, who is outraged as soon as he enters and sees Esmeralda? Um, you said Peter was the one that went? Peter. Peter Porter. Uh, he, Van Richten walks in uh, to kind of the examination room, or the crypt, probably, um, where they have laid her. He just shakes his head. He says, ah, Esmeralda Devonair. Another student buried in the wake of my sins. And he kind of looks up towards you. Yes. Then do you have anything that you could cast to revive her? She is... If I had been here when it happened, I could have taken care of her, but I do not have the power to bring her back. They have been keeping her remains preserved with clerical magic, so she she should not have aged or de decomposed in any way. He sets his bag down, kind of opens it up and pulls out some medical instruments and is like feeling different parts of her body, looking for a pulse, you know, um, kind of checking out the rigor mortis that is set in. Uh, and he pulls out, he said, I have one scroll of Ray's dead. I had hoped to not have to use it, but if this is the person you want me to use it on, I will. It could be useful elsewhere in case one of our more powerful allies falls, and yes, I am aggrieved to see Esmeralda like this. But at the same time, we do not know what lays on the horizon. So the decision is yours, Marius. Uh, 
I don't foresee us being able to have the time to cast that spell outside of Vlocky. Save your student. She'll be needed. Please understand that if she falls, or if, if one of our allies fall, I cannot and do not have the power to bring them back. So I will do this if that is what you want. Stunned by my decision. Okay. Uh, he begins to cast the spell. And I think it's an hour. Roughly an hour later, she comes back to life as Esmeralda Debonair. Uh, and she sits up and she says, What? Where? And, like grasping for weapons, and Van Richten's holding her down as she kind of thrashes. And he's like, Shh, 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 shh. It's okay. It's okay. And he. Uh, the porters begin to fill her in on what has happened, not only to the Blue Water Inn, but to the town and everything else. She awakens, and I hand her a glass of wine. Vistani. Vistani wine. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, let me tell you, it was not a great trip. I apparently have some sorting out to do with the higher ends. Uh... Beans. There's more work for you to be done here. Huh? I'm happy to hear it. And she toasts you and begins to knock back large amounts of the bottle. I will place the bottle beside her. Thank you, Van Richten. Of course. Stay here, Esmeralda. Esmeralda, heal your wounds, get better. But you will not be coming with us to the castle. Then uh, Richten will kind of, kind of in a stage whisper say to you, "I must return to the council, which is meeting right now." And he gives I'm, you a nod. I will join you. Let us go. Okay. Uh, do you have any other business you wanted to wrap up while you were here? Well, it was mostly that—that that was it. Seeing what was going on with the temple, the the, the town itself. I heard all of the uh, extra you did with everyone else. So, let us go. Okay. Um, if everyone's done before we begin the next phase, may I do uh, a few more things? Of course. Okay. So, um, Ozal will. Uh, change Vor's form uh, to the flying snake and um, which I think he technically already was I think this token was just a carryover um, but it, just in case it's not and then um, also Ozal has a new ability <clears throat> so every short rest um, he can um, pick one of I want to say it's three or four effects and the effect that I will be choosing is to um, I can choose between Dark Vision, Ethereal Sight, Greater Comprehension, and Sea Invisibility. Ozal will be doing... I think you said Ethereal Sight was the was the one that we talked about last night, Cody. Is that the one with True Sight? Uh, you can see into the Ethereal Plane within 60 feet of you. Yeah, that one's pretty big. Yeah, I will do the Ethereal Sight ability. So on Ozal's forehead, just momentarily a third eye will open up, granting him Ethereal Sight. And then it'll Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, okay. 
uh, constitution saving throw is going to be a nat 20 at 22. Okay. Well, you don't throw up, which is a good thing. Uh, you <laughs> got it. <laughs> look around uh, in the ethereal plane and see the restless spirits of the undead that have not only recently died, but some that have been here a very long time as their spirits just drift through the mists of the ether that surround Barovia. Is that something that Burn or Marius can help with, or is it just like just a natural order of things? Um, this more or less is probably the curse that uh, of Barovia, of Barovia itself. Yeah, this, I see. This is the 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 oppressive darkness that you feel is the grinding spirits that die every day and are trapped and reborn over and over and over again. Pet cemetery, exactly. Abdullah. Okay, um, yeah, I will, uh, I guess, I assume Burn knows about this. I don't know. Why do you keep dragging me into this? What? You're next to me, you're, you're wandering around the city, I'm just trying to incorporate you into this, this story that we're trying to tell. Oh, okay. Do I see what he's talking about, or? No, you can, you can feel it. It's it's the overwhelming sense of dread that you felt from the moment you crossed the gate oh, yeah, into this okay. place. We're used to yeah. that. Yeah, I'll put that into words. Uh, okay, well, I will, um, I guess, use that to my ability when I need to. Okay. Or use that ability when I need to, rather. Uh, that's all I need to do before we get to the next phase of the game. Okay. Uh, is anyone else convening with the council? Out of curiosity. Uh, I would like to be there for that. Yeah, go ahead and drag yourself down over to this pile of tokens. Sure. Uh, I will... Um, just kind of stay on the outside of it and listen in. Okay. Um, as all of you arrive, maybe Marius, you're over here too, yeah? Somewhere? Got it. Uh, as you guys are entering, you can see Morden Canyon has laid out um, not only an outline of the town and very like nice detailed sketch, uh, but he has detailed troop numbers. Uh, you can see the information that Seamus has not only given to you but also to him uh, that he's kind of using to his advantage to not only building town defenses but trying to spin this uh, water as a, a defensive mechanism. Uh, kind of talking about different spells in his arsenal that he could use to weaponize it, uh, causing large waves or pushing the water around to create choke points. Um, he also mentions that with the troops coming, they don't have enough, even with the revenants, to fully hold off the forces coming. Um, and he is very concise about how he delivers it. So, with that fact, he has chosen to summon his monolithic tower from another reality. Uh, which he does not seem quite pleased about, because things that come into Barovia don't usually leave. Um, he also feels that it is, in his words, a defiant middle finger to the ruler of the land, uh, and a symbol of his authority and power. Uh, so he's hoping to kind of draw some forces that attack 
towards the tower, uh, which he has full control over to use. Um, he will also take the moment to mention that when the assault on the castle, looking to our associated heroes of Ox Incorporated, um, he would ask that while you guys are taking care of Strahd, that he could get to the heart of sorrow. Because if he can get to the heart of sorrow, he can create a path out. Um, not only for you guys, but for potentially the town of Loki itself, returning it to Faroon. Uh, which leaves a stunned silence to the whole council. Mm. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? You said taking the whole city back to Faerun? Yes. Wow. Um, he, he looks towards you and he says, do you remember when we spoke last about the Heart of Sorrow? In the top tower of Strahd's castle. The perversion that keeps the mists in place. Ozal. Yes. It is an infinity loom. It is literally a device which can shift reality. With it, even though it has been corrupted, I believe it can be reshaped back into its original form. And not only can I use my tower as a focusing point for the town of Velaki itself, but we can return it back to the material plane from whence we came. It is imperative that while you are taking care of Strahd, buying me time I can get into the castle I can take it but this is the tricky part we need to have his attentions diverted with our forces so if we let the battle come to us and we find a way to turn the tides of battle while you guys are sneaking into the castle we have a chance to steal it very good the risk of this, Ozal, is you cannot go in quietly. He needs to know you are knocking at the doors of Ravenloft, that you have entered, and that you are a threat. How much time do you require? Approximately four hours. And we will have to kill the devil. That will be quite troublesome. Um, Marius pulls out from his his backpack the ewer of the Vistani he was gifted long ago there's much to discuss here than planned for he places it on the table may the wine flow and the conversation unfold and it fills through the brim with wine he produces a crown bronze in nature, jeweled and shaped in the form of a dragon with spires. I need gold, uh, diamonds. Anything that is here within the city to prepare and be able to cast restorative magic on our heroes and warriors. It's very important that no one hide any additional from me, so that way I have everything that I need, because it costs about 300 gold worth of diamonds to resurrect just one person, if I'm within the reach of them, and I must be quick about it. Take this ewer, and take the crown as 
exchange for whatever you can get for me. I believe yeah. we have been sticking two middle fingers to the devil now, with your tower, Mordenkainen, and the light to the southwest, where that is Argenvastolt. Uh, he nods. I believe we might have a way to delay his time by acknowledging our attendance of his wedding. Do you think he would just let you stroll in there? If we come offering to attend, yes. He would have... How would he not Were be able to turn down... Yes, we were. If we could make it, if we could, He's gonna if we don't, that. if we don't turn, if we're there to say we're there to attend his wedding, how could he not stand there and go follow through with the ceremony? It will be difficult for Irina, but I think that would be our best opportunity to get the time that you require. You'll be distracted in the chapel during that time. As you say. And you weddings are a long affair. You, when last we spoke, you said that you had two days from here, which is the approximate time it would take for you to get to the castle. On top of that, we are expecting imminent troop encampment, or troops flowing into our town by the nightfall of tomorrow. How do you plan to get past them on the road? If that is how he brings them. After we adjourn this meeting, I will send him a sending message telling him to request we request a ceasefire and we will attend his wedding. At which point he'll have an opportunity to respond. Um <laughs> What is his name? Uh Ernest Renwright kind of raises his hand. He's the, the cart guy uh, whose shop was also destroyed last time. And he says, do you think he'll go for it? What's to stop him from troubling us anyways and laughing? The opportunity for him to gloat his success amongst all of us. As you say... Ultimately, he is a vain man. And that can be quite persuasive. Um, as you're saying that, Burn, will you please roll me a d20? You got it. 1d20 coming up. Ten. Ten. Okay. You lose four guardsmen at the front gate. What the hell? Why don't you roll Why? again, because you got another contingent over there. Zach, will you scroll left a little bit? Thank you. Um... While Dean's doing that, Cody, the presumed location that the um, army of the damned would be coming is the southeast, correct? 
Yes, the right side of the map. Okay. Copy that. So I lose men at the on the left side of the map? Yes. Uh, go ahead and roll again. Another D20? Yes, sir. 14. 14. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, your troops, uh, all 16 of them stationed over here, uh, are looking out at night through the front gate, kind of walking the parapets, climbing up the outside of this walled structure are these warriors with glowing red eyes and claws that are digging in not only to the stone and the wood clinging to this this wall 15-20 feet off the ground uh, they are quiet enough to pull someone from the gate stab them and drop them thank you for the uh, the love in our comment yeah. section there. Brenton says, hey, I'll keep up the great D&D content. Cody, can you ping where those are coming from? Or what, what exactly Bing. you just mentioned? Uh, one more time. Because I can't see. Oh, Bing. there we go. They're the uh, guys with the long hair? Yeah. Oh, okay. Five of them. Oh, wow. Uh, how would you like to respond, Burn, now that you have rolled high enough in your perception to detect them? By the way, the wall... My men oh. detect them. The Your walls men. are all uh, lit with those blue orbs. Remember, they have the light. Oh, they are there. Okay, just so you know. It's not daylight though, right? It's just normal, no. bright light. It's like it, continual it, flame. It, it, yeah, it's continual flame, bright light. Yeah. Nope, they are stealthy, sneaky, nasty boys. Okay. Uh, the Spartan cast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess, uh, multi-attack? Oh, no, this, this is just your response. How do you respond to the, the attack, oh. I guess? This raid. Attack back? What do you mean? Okay, you don't want to send up, like, an alarm or anything? Well, yeah, I mean, I got 16 guys. One of them could uh, blow a horn, like... Yeah, no, I was just asking. I want to give you the benefit of the doubt, so... Well, I'm also not going to stand there and get stabs. <laughs> so. I don't blame you. Yeah, Gondor go ahead. Calls for aid. Burr, 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 burr. Okay, the alarms begin to go off. Um, go ahead and roll your uh, four attacks. Uh, just you can just roll them in the chat if you want to pull up their character sheet and do that. Um, I think you actually have to hit spear. Oh, actually, oh, okay, yeah, I have to, okay. Uh, spear, yeah, let's go two-handed. Five, ten feet. Yeah, this one. Okay, was that? Ooh, so one miss and three hits. Uh, and roll me, uh, nope, actually, okay, uh, you are able to retaliate back and kill one of them. Yay. Taking the five to four. Okay. Back at the council meeting. Sorry to interrupt, Marius. 
Well, I think we have an opportunity to potentially slow him, but we can't do that until we know what we're going to do. I think appeasing his ego and sending to him that we wish to attend his wedding might call, but he needs to cease his assault on Valaki. Might sway him enough to stop. Just long enough for us to go and attend, and for you, Mordenkainen, to do what you need to at the spire. I'm pretty sure that can be arranged. Ozol. Yes. I need you to roll me a dexterity saving throw for both Faye and Arthur. Okay. Um, 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 um. Faye's saving throw is going to be a 21 for Faye. And then for Arthur, just give me one second. Would you like me to roll one for um, Seamus as well? No, Seamus has not been engaged yet. Dex, correct? Correct. Uh, Arthur is at 11 save. Arthur takes one wound. Okay. Um, uh, he's down to two, I guess. Around. Yeah, I got you. Oh, sorry. My bad. Oh, you're good. I'll pull mine off. Okay. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Two perception checks. From Faye and Arthur as well? Correct, respectively. Or you can just roll d20s too if you want to and make it easier. Just okay, roll, yeah, sorry. It's a little cumbersome. You're uh, good. 2d20, uh, 7, and a 19. I'm just going to assume that 7 is Arthur and 19 is Faye. Sure. Um, as they are kind of taking stock and planning and being ready, the shadows in the room reach out. Faye is fast enough to kind of dodge out of the way and return fire. Arthur is not, as his body is lifted from the ground and a ghostly knife is driven through him. Does um, Ozon perceive any of this or see any of this with the um, ethereal sight that he has? Uh, you are not in the area. You are currently in the council meeting. Correct, but I'm saying like in this area that we are in. I think I have 100 oh. feet of radius. Not yet. The horns have not yet reached you. Uh, so we'll hop back to the meeting. Copy Anything that. else from you, Master Radari? I believe that we have a solid strategy, but we will not know until tomorrow's eve when the attack commences. As he finishes his sentence, the blaring echoes across the town and reaches the ears of the council chamber. A haunted look kind of washes across the assembled troops. Um, Mordenkainen slams his staff on the ground and disappears. Van Richten begins to draw his sword and crossbow as the assorted members begin to kind of disperse, trying to figure out, like, coming outside the Burgermaster's Manor, which direction the horn is coming from. Smash cut, back to burn. Uh, you are being assaulted. Go ahead and give me another perception check. Burn is or, personally being assaulted. Uh, are you st are you at the council meeting or are you at Ozal's guild hall? I was at Ozal. Okay, so you're at the council meeting. Oop, sorry, I was looking at your token. Uh, okay, then smash cut back to uh, uh, I don't, Ozal here. I don't mind being over there if it gets me in the action. 
I mean, sure, you can be there. If you're not interested in being in the, the plan, I mean, you're just hanging out. That makes sense. You were kind of wandering. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll be out here. Okay. Council meetings um, aren't really Ozol's, or uh, Burns' bag. That's not my bag, baby. It's <laughs> exactly my bag, baby. <laughs> this kind of doesn't thing he have is the book? My bag, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's gotta be a movie of the week. I don't know how that hasn't been. <laughs> Good idea. Twenty-three to hit you, Burn. Uh, no, it's only nineteen now. I no, haven't cast 20, anything yet. Twenty-three hits, dealing you ten necrotic damage. Can you not see my? You told me to roll, and then we stop. No, he he is saying does twenty three hit you? Oh yeah, yeah I guess it does. Uh, you take ten necrotic damage. Um, in your strength scores, you start with the target I'm not going to use that. Uh, you take ten necrotic damage. Uh, as the shadows begin to reach out and attack you, and the war horns begin to blare. Let's roll initiative, shall we? Pokemon battle music. Uh, do you have the little chart up? There you go. Yeah, here, let me clear this really quick, too, before anyone rolls. I rolled a three. Go ahead and roll again. 25. Roll again? Yeah. Krangulus got a 10. Burn is the Or, I'm sorry, Stolos got a 10. Touched. Why isn't it selected? You gotta double tap it. The shadow's got a nine. Sorry, I changed my name now. Vampire Warrior's got an eight. Four. Got a four. Why do I always um, roll some Ozo, shit? why don't you also initiative? roll initiative for your other three characters? Um, um, if you yeah, want Yeah, let me... I'll, I'll give that a go. Let's try that. Actually, shift double click, right? There we go. Yep. Perfect. Um... Arthur with a nine. Did that capture? It did. Okay, perfect. Uh, Faye with a <coughs> and Seamus with a oh, his is different. His sheet is different. Oh, yeah. How do I do uh, that with his Top sheet? right. There it says Oh, yep, yep. I see that. Marius got he's a nat a, 20. He's a creature. He's not actually a... Or an NPC, oh, okay. not a character. Gotcha. That being said, he's like a 7th or 8th level caster, I think, in total. He's kind of a beast. Um, to not make this too messy, for those of you who have troops, which I'm assuming, Marius, you're still controlling Caliban's Barbarians, and Burn, you are still controlling your Spartan cast. Um... Oh. At the end of your normal turn, you can move those associated tokens or have them attack. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Uh, give me two seconds here. I have more than cutting and loading, but his sheet's taken 20 years. You <laughs> give us a, a shout-out to people in the comments there, Zachary? Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, we have Toy Mafia, Tukatri, uh, Abdulio, Chris Porteous, a.k.a. Vintage Rebellion, in the chat. Um, and Brenton Palmer, uh, Abdulio says, will the DM get his wish? Of I wonder what? what that would be. Of death? Of a good oh, game. Oh, to kill Zach. Mm. What the hell? How dare you? That was the joke from the very <laughs> yeah. beginning, remember? 
<laughs> Why? I'm not even. It was that's a, like it's just a joke. It's like the least Zach thing that I've done today. It's alright. It was the coins, Zach. It was the coins. Damn it! I can't. You mean tell cones? You how. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Actually, I have a new cone attack. I'm really excited. <coughs> when you're right, you're right. You know what I mean? Those right angles. They're gonna the get you. Cone zone, baby. Welcome to the cone zone. Um. Okay. What do I want to do with Morning Canyon? I'm do we have battle to... music? Oh yes. I'm so sorry. I was still oh, okay. rolling people's I figured, initiative here. I saw you testing out battle music earlier today. So. Oh yes. Uh, also, um, just a quick question: Are we utilizing Craigslist for this, or is he staying in the cart on the uh, ballista? Hey, I tell you what. Why don't you roll, throw Craigslist in there? Crangle boy, he is gonna battle. If you think he can handle it, I'm so game. Strong. He might not if, if it gets to be too much, just let me along. know. Sorry. Oh, no, Sorry this one. I thought Dean would have liked that, but I guess not. Nope, I hated it. How dare you? That wasn't my favorite, but it was my least favorite. Nope, that is not <laughs> the one I meant to click. That is, that is not battle music. That is, like, sad. Okay. Mordekin goes first. Um, his action was to teleport back to his tower, uh, which he's at the top at. Does he have, like, magic turrets up there? That's a really funny question that you would ask that, Burn. The oh, tower begins to glow with blue energy. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh... It does take some time to actually fully initiate, but yes, uh, it begins to glow this blue, vibrant, warm light as the tower itself begins to kind of awaken. Warm. Oh, Zal. Yes, sir. Old Zal. Um, uh, <laughs> glancing into the... Well, is it an action to use the ethereal plane, or no? Like to, I'm just, just giving it to you it? for free. We're in like a weird... Okay, not, is, there any, is there anything combat. that I can see... Like in this hundred foot vicinity, or are the shadows on the board all that's assaulting the city for now? Um, you can hear war horns. Uh, other than that, if you can see a thousand feet, I cannot. No. Okay. Um, I will begin. Uh, let's see. Um, granted, we're in like a huge um, environment now. So, what's my movement? Still thirty. Five hundred. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Ozal will move 500 to the R- trade roughly. district. Okay, it doesn't have sure, to be exact, sure, sure. Right? Um, well, I'm gonna start moving towards Stolas and these guys here. And um, let me do this to make it a little bit more fair. Because you're not actually on the building, because of how many tokens I have, you can actually start where Stolas is at. Okay. And move from there. That makes Perfect. it more fair. I guess that yeah. will also change your question. Um, the ethereal site too. Yeah, I'm gonna just move. Um, towards my temple, uh, Ozal will take 10 coins from his pocket and cast um, animate objects at 5th level um, producing 10 coin guardians and their task is to protect Ozal and protect innocence. Um, You you can do that. It doesn't only last a minute, right? Concentration for one minute? Yeah, so this will last ten turns of this battle. Okay. Sure. Why not? Um, 
I'm just going to plop down one token and put a number 10 by it. I love that. Okay, that's perfect. Can we make it smaller also? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like yeah, it's yeah. quite large. Little, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Chugging. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of stuff on the board, so I, I didn't want to make it too crazy. But yeah, they'll basically form a perimeter around oh. Ozol. As Yoda would say, around the survivors, a perimeter create. And... <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. All right. Mom's spaghetti, your, baby. Your little army of tiny creatures, which only have a movement speed of 20. Oh, they don't get 500 too? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I was like, how dare you? Okay. okay. Uh, I'm just going to say you straight up, like, dig your hand in there, palm out five coins as you're running out of your little silver pouch hanging off your sack. That sounds bad. Ew, Anyways, wow. you throw them into the air as you cast the spell, and they come landing on the brim of your hat. As you go oh, running through that. the town. Vor will... Uh, how much flying does Vor get? He just moves with you. Okay, perfect. So he'll just fly up, you know, to give me a little bit more of a um, Vor's eye view, as it were. And uh, that is going to be my turn. I'm just going to begin making my way to my students and uh, kind of seeing what, what, uh, what's going on. Yeah, Making you can start hearing the, the past, calamity past, happening not only down. at the far side of the town as you make your way through town, um, okay. but your tower itself. You can see the silhouette of Burn in the lower part of the tower, drawing his hammer as light emits from the base floor. Uh, uh, right, spells being launched. Arthur's insects save me. Um, Marius. Marius sits from the council table there. He sips his glass of wine, pulls out a bit of copper thread, and casts Sending. One action, ranged unlimited, a creature with which you are familiar. One round duration. You send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. The spell enables creatures with intelligence scores of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. You can send the message across any distance and even to other planes of existence, but if the target is on a different plane than you, there's a 5% chance that this message doesn't arrive. We request a ceasefire. We will concede defeat and attend the wedding. All we ask is time to bury the dead and travel to Ravenloft. Marius, you feel the grip of his mental magic strength as it begins to formulate a reply. And he says, <clears throat> Marius, your attendance would be well welcomed. However, if you would like to attend, simply do nothing as I reclaim a defiant town of mine. And morning you shall be escorted to my castle. You shall be lavished in one of the rooms, and you shall be dressed for a wedding. So, your option is to stand by and do nothing as the rest of the town is slaughtered. And then he will agree to a ceasefire. It's not really how a ceasefire works. No, it's not. So Fuck he 
He is four-star hand, I cannot sit idly by and allow innocent people to die. Yawn. Too bad. Like, yeah, I don't get to respond to him. I know. And my words were exactly 25. I had no room to, like, do any additional wording. It's fine. I totally, you know, he's Strahd. It's his realm. Why not? That is Marius's action. Uh, the Porter brothers will step outside of the temple and begin spreading out. Each of them casting daylight and Perfect. bringing the power of sun. Up As you exit, will you also make areas a of the perception Lockheed. check? Of course. So just a wisdom roll then. I'll give you... I think I can actually do all three of them. Let me just pull them up. Okay. Peter. Okay, roll, sweet. Uh, Dale. And Davian. Um, would you like number one, two, three, or four? You can pick uh, one target of which your crew can find. Four. Okay. Uh, they spread out, and as you see that, climbing over from the water um, are some very odd-looking people uh, dressed in long actually floating, excuse me, not climbing they fly um, ten of these creatures where would you like to cast daylight? up to three times oh it's on them on the floating ones? no on themselves, like they're going to be the ones oh, nice. carrying the daylight with them as they go that's awesome so I, I'm about to start adding auras to each of them that sounds great I don't know how well that's going to work on this map, though. Just as a eh. heads up. How, how big is this? It's like... 60 feet. 60 feet? Alright. What would that look like? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, will you make them, like, a slightly darker color? Just so they're a little easier to see. Of course. When you get a chance. Uh, anything else you would like to do on your turn as they head out? Uh, that would be they'll they'll start moving, but that's all they can really do in this instance, since okay. that's their action to cast that spell. Are you able to control this. the opacity? Opacity? Or Excuse me. You're good. I guess I could, I could just do purple. Purple's perfect, yeah. I'm going to start shrinking some of these tokens, actually, because they're gigantic for what we're trying to do. Cool. So... Peter will go over here. Oh, they're all Peter. Yeah, the other ones were the weird cutouts, so just, you know... Use your best judgment. Oh, that one's not a weird cutout. 
I think it's the last one. That's that's the one. That's a weird cutout. Okay. I will rename him Damien. Ozal. Stolas. Uh, okay. Uh, when you get a chance, just go ahead and move them, and then I will just keep trucking on initiative order if you're okay with that. Uh, I still need to do the barbarians. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Barbarian bubbas are over here, so they're gonna go there, here here and here to start setting up defense and that's all they will do Perfect. that is all I will do thank you for your time of course all right uh, Feanor's turn Zachary all right, so Faye is going to uh, let me go to her character sheet. She is going to let's see. I have a question for Shadow Blade. She can create the blade and then use the blade in the same turn, correct? It's a yeah. bonus action then an attack. Okay, she'll cast Shadow Blade on herself at level two. Uh, Shadow Blade says, uh, concentration up to one minute. You weave together threads of shadow to create a sword of solidified gloom in your hand. This magic sword lasts until the spell ends. It counts as a simple melee weapon with which you are proficient. It deals 2d8 damage on a hit and has the finesse, light, and throne properties range 2060. In addition, when you use the sword to attack a target that is in dim light or darkness, you make it roll with advantage. Um, uh, and she will attack the shadow that attacked um, Arthur. Are you attempting to fight fire with fire? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, does the shadow deal psychic damage? Does it deal psychic damage? I thought it deal necrotic, but that's cool. No, it deals psychic damage. I, that's awesome. As I was reading that, I was like, shit, I hope I don't say psychic. Uh, shadow damage. <laughs> um, I was, to the yeah. shadow realm! Yu-Gi-Oh! A lot of greed. Okay, uh, how do I... <laughs> That's the oh, next one I need to add instead of Mom's Spaghetti. Um, uh, what, what would you like me to do for the attack roll on that? Is it, it gave specific rules, so it's like you just roll a simple melee attack, right? So roll a d20 and then add whatever you would need to add for your normal attack. I don't ever do that, so I don't know what that is. Okay, so roll a d20, and then it says add your spell attack modifier, correct? Uh, yes, let me see. Um, so your spell attack modifier is think like... I it says to add that. Okay, uh, d20 for Faye is a 5. Uh, her spell attack modifier is uh, plus 7, so uh, 12. Um, does 12 hit the shadows? I don't know. It sounds like I will miss. But Negative. Okay. And uh, she will move... Um, I guess to back up Arthur and you know kind of just be there and um, yeah that'll be uh, Faye's turn okay what about Shamus Shamus will uh, he is a ninth level spellcaster so he can do quite a bit more um, 
but scroll well, straight down. Okay, yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't see his spells. At also, all. he doesn't have his. It just all says zero. You can just fill in the numbers for whatever you're using, and I'm just going to assume he's proficient with everything. So, okay, perfect. So he will. Uh, um, I don't Actually, know if I want to just know. nuke one guy with Kona Cold. Oh, it's it is several guys, sir. Oh, is it several guys? Okay, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. I didn't understand that. Okay, yeah, he'll do Cone of Cold as long as it won't hit anyone Actually, else. Don't do, don't do Cone of Cold. Oh, okay. They have resistance to cold damage. Oh, thank you for telling me that. Um, hmm. Actually, they have resistance to almost all damage. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um. Well. So this is the first time I'm seeing this sheet. I guess... I don't know. Will Ice Storm be able to hit more than one of them? I don't know how far they are. It's a 20-foot radius. Uh, we're just kind of playing theater of the mind. So I'm going okay. to say on the upper floor, uh, you are being attacked by one shadow. Burn on the lower floor is being attacked by... Or I'm sorry, by ten shadows. Burn on the bottom okay. floor is being attacked by ten shadow assassins. And Arthur and Faye are being attacked by another ten shadow assassins. Okay, so is he able to hit 10 only with Ice Storm, um, or what? Do collateral damage? Yeah, you could hit all 10 in a 20-foot radius. Why not? Okay, Ice Storm, uh, DC 14 deck save, 6 bludgeoning, and 14 cold damage. Sick. I will subtract the spell slot from him. That's a 6. And they take... Uh, 20 damage? Uh, 13 damage. And that will end my turn. Sorry about that. I didn't. I tried. I didn't even think to try scrolling down. That's my bad. Um, and that'll be his turn. As it <laughs> like raises out his hands, uh, being the wild card mage that he is, the ice effect goes off, and all of the shadows around him are instantly thinned uh, by three quarters of their health. Oh, wow. Or to three-quarters of their health. Or they have lost three-quarters of their health. Wow, I cannot talk tonight. Okay. Uh, so they are both bloodied. Wow, that's and, awesome. And, yeah, they, they hurting. Um, all right. Still lost. Cool. Um, okay, let's see. Where's my ruler? Get a little static, Dini. Sorry. Um, it's okay. I'd like to move here, or about right here. How do I get rid of this thing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got you. There we go. Um, if I'm positioned here, is it possible for me to roll advantage since Bird is on the opposite side of that sh group of shadow creatures? Um, sure. Why not? You can see through the base floor, there's like this beautiful like open window that kind of leads into the main foyer and library area and like a beam of light burns hammers ignited and there are ten shadows surrounding him very storybook silhouette okay cool well I'd like to attack uh, that group yeah go for it okay. what's up John What's up, John? I love you. 
Oh. Awesome. Rolled a 29 and a 28. Ah, that is force damage, which is, funnily enough, one of the few damages they are not immune to. Uh, you kill two of them. Nice. Two, two. Dropping them to eight. That works for me. Works for me, too. Right on. Uh, the shadows will go... Okay, um, do you know Seamus' armor class, out of curiosity? Um, Seamus' armor class is... Bum, ba, da, bum, uh, 12. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 wounds to Seamus. Jesus. What attacked him? The Eldritch Blast? No, the Shadows. Oh, okay. He's at 2 um, now? Yep. Burn, what's your AC? His is 19. 19. Uh, two hits to you. Uh, dealing six damage each. And then the other ones I will split up between Faye and Arthur. One, two, three, four. Uh, 23 and 17, I'm assuming, hit Arthur. Stealing him. Um, yes. Two so. wounds. So he oh, is now dead. unconscious. <clears throat> and then one, two, three, four, five. Can you all hear me still? Faye. Yes, we can. Thank you. And three wounds to Faye. Okay, uh, I guess what, it's, what attack are you using? I'm sorry. Uh, strength drain. You can't see it because it's on my, my oh, okay. DM screen. Thank you. It would get super messy, super fast. No, 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 no. That's totally um, fine. I just want to make sure what was going on. Uh, you said no, you're good. how many wounds to Faye? Uh, three. Perfect. She's at seven now. Uh, no, Arthur Westbrook need to make a death saving throw. D20. Looking for terror on His turn? A death saving it throw? is his turn currently. Okay. Sorry. I'm trying to... Okay. Faye had four and she took how many wounds? Three. Okay, thank you. Sorry, there's like token on top of token. It's, You're good, man. I told you it's been a little out. messy. No, it's You're okay. Um, Arthur, death saving throw. Let me give you one of those right now. Um, his death saving throw is going to be a seven. Fuck. So that is one failure. <laughs> the staff in his hand, he begins to breathe ragged and heavily. Not like this. Not the shadow. After all, save me. Uh, coming up, uh, the <laughs> Vampire Warriors. Uh, come on, character sheets. Let's switch this up to, um, Um. Oh, never mind. I, I won't ask that question. No, go ahead. Um. These wounds are equivalent. Like one wound on the circle is equivalent to like ten wounds in. The uh, it, it's roughly, um, 
like 10 AC or 10 10 damage. Okay, approximately. Thank you. That's all I need to know. Thank you. Um, okay, burn. You let's see. You are dealt one wound to the northernmost guy, and that is for both of the vampire warriors that are up here. Uh, Van Richten will go. He will yell for his battle tiger, which is sitting next to him, but due to the token constraints, did not work. And he will begin pushing up towards the town. We'll start from here. Yeah, we'll start flowing towards the castle, or the tower. And... One, two. Deals two wounds to the shadows on the bottom. You see burn as the Stolas blows out the windows with the Eldritch Blast and glass goes flying past you, uh, killing two of the shadows. Two silvery darts come flying in past like your helmet, hitting two of them behind you, uh, dealing an additional two wounds to the shadows on the bottom. Nice. Dropping the number to six. Dawnbringer. My turn? Get it, baby. Thank God. Okay. If you can we'll deal six or more damage, they all die. Yeah. And you uh, may also get advantage, too. Oh, yeah, you have total advantage. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, let's see. I was trying to see if I could use one of my new spells, but it doesn't look like it. Uh, okay, I'm just going to attack twice on any one of those guys. It doesn't really matter who. Sure, you're just attacking a stack, so... Uh, okay. your, your damage is quantified in wounds, essentially. So just attack, roll damage, I'll let you know if you hit. Okay. Uh, big ol' horse cutter, two times. Horse cutter? What are you doing? You got your brand new hammer and you're gonna use your old faithful? Just, just saying. Um... Yeah, I thought though I thought I couldn't use my hammer yet. Why not? You can use it. It's on your character sheet. Lightfall. Lightfall. Do I get to use that twice? Hell As yeah. Well? well, I just don't want to do that thing we talked about. No, no, no. That's only activated when you choose to activate it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I yeah, thought, you can like, use the I hammer straight up. Like, it's still a weapon. You essentially, you grab it, and it looks like a pole, and then as you grab it, and are attuned to it, it activates, and this hammer of pure glowing radiance appears at the tip of it. Okay, perfect. Okay, that's cool. So let me do yeah. That. Tell me it's like a lightsaber hammer. Two 18s. Jesus Christ. Uh, dealing, we're going to round up to 40. Uh, you kill four of them. Wow, does that just auto hit? Oh, no, did you not roll? T does it not have an attack? I, I, yeah, I clicked the button. That's strange. I click okay. it the exact same way, and still have advantage. I only rolled it once. No, you're good. I'll I'll look at that. Um, Craigless, your turn. 
Okay, um, am I to understand that this thing kind of like next to me is a group of enemies? Oh, you hit the attack button burn is what you... Sorry, hold on one second, Solus. Um, if you click the attack damage, it just rolls damage. If you click the actual name of the weapon, it shows up here like 1917 and then shows damage underneath. Does that make sense, Burn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you want me to redo it? I'm sorry. No, you're good. We'll just let it go. Uh, sorry, still I'll just cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, yes, they are actually more like back here. They're floating up and over. I shrank their token and that's where they ended up. Oh, get on the ballista. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to, to use the ballista. Hell yeah. Oh, that's not our, is that our cart? That's not our cart, is it? Uh, that is where specifically, I believe it was Ozol said he parked it in, it in our parking spot. Okay, yeah. okay, because that is our car. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Kringlis, you bust out at the bottom, climb up the ladder, and sitting on the ladder at the very top is your old faithful friend, the Automac. The cool part about this is you have modded the ballista to integrate into your Automac so that it can both load and move without two other people. Hey, stop, dogs. So, would you like to make two attacks with the ballista? Uh, yes. Okay, roll me a d20 and add 10. d20 and add 10? Yep. One. Ooh. Thank you. The the battle card has a a, a stat block. Shh, 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 shh. I haven't updated it in a while. We're just not gonna we're gonna pretend like it's not there. Is it better or worse? Roger that. Is it better or worse? Let me ask you. Uh, the plus ten is better. Okay. Cool. Then we're just going to keep having fun. Um, Craigless, you shoot, and it's been, you're, you're trying to get used to the controls. It hits the wall, and these floating creatures look down at it, and then look back up to you as their eyes glow this, like, violet blue color. Indigo, if you will. Uh, go ahead and roll again. Okay. 17. That hits. Uh, roll me 4d10. Oh, that's a seven. Yep, plus ten. Oh, okay. Uh, and a what? Uh, four d ten, I believe. I could be wrong. Forty. Forty damage. Okay, you kill four of these floating bastards. Nice. Oh, that wasn't a complete disaster, I guess. Ooh. Uh, nope, that should be a six for sure. Uh, okay. Mordenkainen goes. Uh, the tower has reached its peak as this blue energy from the base glows to the top. A ball of lightning forms and then branches out like a Tesla coil. Hitting three targets, I will allow... Whoever first wants to shout out three targets, you just ping them, and those three will get hit for 30 Floating magic boys. One. Okay, shadows. Two. 
Say, kill the magic boys, all of them. <laughs> okay. And then another one strikes. Three. Uh, and that is Mordenkainen's action. Ozal. All right. Ozal will um, continue um, moving into the tower. Okay. You see, um, as you move into the tower, Arthur is not moving. Oh no. Let me uh, let me look at Arthur's character sheet real quick. <laughs> Okay. Um, yep. Give me two seconds. Oh, um, he's level three, right? Cody, I believe so. Okay. Um, let me. Sorry, there's so much going on here. Let me double check something real quick. What um, CR is the uh, Arcadia Manahawk? Oh jeez, it's beefy. Yeah, I know you can do it. Well, oh, no, because it has to, to be a CR three. Yeah, oh, it has no. to be CR three, which he's not CR three. No. I don't think it works on a downed creature either, right? I believe it does. I'm gonna double check right now. Because I think that you know, like if the if the creature reverts to zero, the damage flushes over. I'm going to say no to that. Just because he doesn't like if yep, he you, are, you are correct. Point, you are correct. Yeah. Yep, you're you're totally correct. Okay, so um, Ozal will. Um, I have a potion, so I'm going to use my potion on Arthur to bring him up as my action. Um, I guess what would you are like you sure me to do? You want to use your action to do that, or you want to use your bonus action? Uh, my bonus action, I can command the uh, coins to attack the shadows. Oh, smart. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna use your full action. So, um, which potions? Well, do you have well, can on I, you? can I? May I ask you this question? Can I toss the potion to Fade to give to Arthur, or would that be an action? I will allow it as a bonus action. You could just like underhand it to her, but she's gonna have to make a Dex check to catch it. Okay, I won't do that then because that would take up okay. the coins action. Okay, so yeah, I will um, um, give the potion to Arthur, and I don't think we ever clarified what type of potion it was. Uh, how many uh, d twenty would you like me to roll? You or should. What would you like me to roll? <laughs> How many d20s for a healing potion? Uh, it Sorry, should say, I, so, I meant like the um, dice. If you have potions from Stolas, typically they are a superior healing potion, which I want to say is 88 plus something. Um, I just have... More than... Yeah, I never put it in my inventory. It's my opinion, oh, so then Ozol, you don't have a potion. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, man. Oh, man. Okay, well... Okay, first I'll... Use my bonus action to have these guys attack. Okay. Uh, him or the the bloody damaged uh, things. Uh, yeah. They have plus eight to hit and one d four damage. So do you want me to roll ten d twenties? I just roll a d twenty, and it's, it's up to you. You want to uh, roll it ten times, or do you yeah, want to roll, roll one d twenty? I roll ten d twenty. Ten d twenty. Uh, 15, hits. 13, 2, 18, 13, 12, 4, 2, 13. You have three hits. Okay, they have... And those are plus eight to hit, so... Oh. Is that... 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hits. Uh, if you can deal more than four damage. Yeah, one d4 per each one, so 10d4. Sorry, I didn't mean to roll that. Uh, 10d4 plus it would be 8 times 4, so 32. Oh, yeah. 32. No, you don't have to roll it. They dead. 61 damage. You tip your hat to your students, and in doing so, tumbling out are these little coin boys that giggle with glee as they run down your hat and begin biting and scratching and clawing at these <laughs> invisible ghosts uh, and deal enough cumulative damage to kill all of them. And then they slip and fall on the ice and stand back up uh, as your wildcard student winks at you. Okay, awesome. Um, for my action, um, this uh, specter here... Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I'm sorry, shadow. Um... I'm going to lightning bolt that group of shadows with my okay. uh, gauntlet. Um, you said I can click it, but it doesn't let me click it. Oh, no, you have to click. Uh, so you can click it and read the rules. How many charges are you expending? Uh, just one, because it's a level four charge, right? Or level three level lightning bolt. F- uh, hit core really quick. And then gauntlet. I just subtracted down. one. Uh, Lightning Gauntlet has seven charges. While wearing it, you can use an action to expend one or more charges uh, to cast Lightning Bolt spell with a DC save of 15. For one charge, the cast is a third level version of the spell. You can increase the spell's level by one for each additional charge you expend. So it's a I guess I'll just do bolt. two charge, I guess, level four. Okay. Um, so Lightning Bolt, level four. Uh, 24 lightning damage on that group of spec- uh, shadows. Dead. DC 19 save. They fail. Copy that. Wait, do I really not have that potion from earlier? You really did not. No. If you don't have it in oh. your inventory for this specific scenario, no. Because I know oh, what I we've used potions in the past, it. so it could be one yeah. of those things that's been used. Oh. But you could, uh, you could administer first aid, or... Oh, that was my action, so... No, I'm have Stolas, like, help. That would be... Beautiful. He can make a pack with Hadar, potentially, if he dies. Well, I mean, probably not. Okay, that's my turn. Did I delete Arthur? I deleted Arthur. You might have to pull him back on the board. Okay. That's uh, a great turn. Morpheus. Morpheus. Oh, and I guess without saying, um, the coins are going to go back to my hat to uh, okay. continue what they're doing. Yeah, they clamber up your old man body and robes to get back on your hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you make his token smaller yep. for me? Please? I'll shrink him. I will put the X on him. Thank Poor sweet Arthur. Morpheus. I mean, Marius. Wow. Yes, it is time to uh, leave this uh, matrix. Uh, Marius, Marius is going to stay and ensure the safety of the council. Uh, so he'll stay and stand guard here and keep an eye out to make sure nothing's going to attack them. Smart. Uh, the others, though, let's see here. I'll start with this is Dale. Dale, with his daylight here, will step forward and uh, is Arthur here dead or just unconscious? Arthur has failed one death saving throw. Okay. 
So Dale is moving forward enough to impose the sunlight on the shadows, which should have some effect on them, I believe. And then uh, close enough that he can do um, the uh, healing word and give a hit 1d4 plus his wisdom modifier of hit points back. Um, Dale. Healing word. His wisdom modifier is a 5, so. He gets hey. 9 hit points back. <gasps> Master Ozol. Master Ozol! On top of arcane power, you can heal? My dear oh, boy, that was things. one of Marius' students. Oh, or actually, that may have been so Marius. Humble. <laughs> no, Marius is hanging out. Um, how many. So humble, Master Ozol. How many um, number do you want on top of him? Uh, how many hit points total? He got nine. Just give him yeah. one hit point or one. Okay, one yeah, that's what I thought. Copy that. Um, then Dale here has this ability called Rain of Radiance you have given him. Magical flame-like radiance rain downs on a creature that Dale can see within 60 feet. The target must make a DC 16 dexterity saving throw, taking 5d8 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much on successful. And dexterity? Affirmative. Uh, it doesn't have a roll associated with it. This is probably part of the token, I apologize. Um... I got a hot five. Okay, so. And you need to roll double damage because they are vulnerable to radiant. Wow. Okay, let's do. Uh. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I'm some three? some minor. Things in there. Where is it? It's not an attack roll. So I got 20. So I double rolled it for you for the vulnerable. It is going to be 3946. Uh, we're going to say you kill five of these bad boys. Okay, and he can do that twice. So they dead. Alright, sweet. That's his turn. Um, I've got... Uh, this is... Peter Porter. Over here, he will step forward to bring the sun down on these creatures. Uh, starts... Let's see here. These guys are weaker at the moment, so he'll have it over to these ones. And then he'll actually do... Uh, turn undead. They all need to make a wisdom saving throw. Twenty-one. I just group rolled it, so. Oh, you're fine. Let's see here. Trying to see what their what is spell if he has like if it says a spell save mod or. Just call fifteen. Okay, so Dale's would be or not Peter, excuse me. Peter's would be based off of he's a fifth level caster. So three, eight, eleven, fourteen, you said twenty-one, yeah, so cool. Twenty-one. 
21 will pass, they will not be frightened of him. But they are going to start burning from the sunlight. What's up, Madfish? Um, and then Davian here. Uh, have any other guys started showing up yet on the map? No. Uh, he will return to the temple to protect the temple. That is it for all of them. Can you guys hear me okay? Now I can. Yeah, we can okay. hear Weird. I, like, lagged out. Um, okay. You kill... Oh, uh, not quite. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do, uh, Marius? That will be it. Alrighty. Uh, Feynor's turn. Uh, Faye is going to... Um, actually, it looks like all these are... There's yeah, no more enemies here, right? No more enemies. Perfect. Uh, she's going to cast uh, Mage Armor on herself uh, using a first-level spell slot. And uh, as her action... Let me just subtract that. There's three remaining. And then... Uh, she is going to... Um, let me see here. So it looks like right now the um, west is where these people are now, correct? Correct. Okay, she's going to begin uh, walking the main road, and she'll let uh, everyone in this room know that there are enemies to the west. And that'll be your turn. Sorry, I'm resizing tokens here. Uh, and what about Seamus? Uh, Seamus will, uh, let me double check his as well. Uh, he will use mage armor as well, um, increasing his armor class. And he will also, uh, begin, uh, moving down the road with Faye. And that'll be his turn. Alright. Oh, shit. Sorry, I'm pulling stuff onto the board. It comes nope, up. No, it's okay. In a couple turns, they're not technically here yet. Uh, or have that. been detected, I guess, technically. Um, cool. Stolos. Alright, um, I'm going to fly to the middle of the road as well. Okay, I'll have you make a perception check on your way there. Okay. Um, I can't move my token for some reason now. What about I now? That you still have your ruler tool on? Oh, what the heck? Select. Come on. Hit select move on the top one. I'm clicking it, but... Um... Did that work? Nope. Hold on, let me refresh this. I think it's... here. Yeah, you do. Craigless. There we go. Okay, and then you said perception? Correct. 
13. Uh, okay. Go ahead and move. You don't quite see anything over here. Yet. Yet? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Move about right here. And I believe I don't see anything within range of attacking, so uh, that'll be my turn. Okay. Arthur Westbrook, the greatest mage to ever have lived, almost died twice, but he's back in action. All right, he is going to stand up um, using half his movement. And um, does he notice the things to the south, or would you like Not me to roll a check? Uh, if he wants to walk outside, he can, but they are technically behind the wall. They haven't crossed yet. Okay, so then he uh, he knows that his uh, fellow mages are moving north, so he's going to move north. And um, let me see here. Uh, 300 feet. Um, he is going to... Oh, those... Oh, here we go. Let me see. Ruler... Snap to center. Oh, shit, that's way further than I thought. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's all he's going to do for now. Uh, he will see if he has mage armor also. He's going to uh, cast... Oh, he really doesn't have mage armor? I thought Ozal taught him that. Actually, I'm almost certain Ozal taught him that. You slide it over then. Just say he okay. casts mage armor. Yeah, he'll cast mage armor. I'll do that after the game. I probably forgot to add it. Sorry. Actually, let me see if I can do that now. No, it's okay. I just remember, like, specifically, I was also like, this will save your life one day, my boy. Yeah, okay. I remember that, too. <laughs> um, there we go. Yeah, he'll cast uh, mage armor uh, using a level four spell slot. Or a level uh, one spell slot, rather. And that will end uh, Arthur's turn. Uh, all three of my students have mage armor turned on now. Perfect. Okay. Uh, appearing on the map is another vampire warriors um a vampire mage uh what are these technically called a vampire two vampire warlocks two vampire mages two more vampire warlocks under mordenkind's tower and five shadow demons that cross over the wall um to you instead of rolling initiative a hundred times because it would just be a lot to track i have all of their sheet up and if I pull something onto the board, I'm just going to let them go with the vampire's turns until they all die off. Um, that way each I'm not taking 100 turns. Each of these vampires here are going to be taking the sun damage. Correct. From starting their turn in daylight. Yes, sir. Um, I'm just going to have the greater demons come and engage you, Burn, uh, as they begin to filter in smoke-like into the house. Uh, and begin to attack you. It would be made at disadvantage because of your sun hammer radiating sunlight. Twelve, nine, ten, fourteen, six, and fourteen. Sucks. No hits from them to you, Burn. Um, these two down here are going to cast 
firebolt. Uh. Your mic broke up just a little bit, Cody. Okay, well that's happening. Um, let me read some comments. Abdulio says, and the DM snaps his fingers in disappointment, that Arthur lives to simp another day. Cody, if you can hear us, just unplug your <laughs> mic, plug it back in. Abdulio says, burn versus the army of darkness. Well, so it wait, feels burn, like I'm the only motherfucker being attacked. Burn, where are your people? Aren't these people supposed to come help us? There we go. Sorry about that, folks. Had some internet issues tonight, which is it's strange. Okay. Cody, does... Burn yes. is Burn able to move the revenants into the town? We're getting there. Oh, okay. I was like, I feel like we're about to get swamped pretty bad. Uh, yep. It's this is a start to the raid. Um, to quote being my favorite line from Game of Thrones: "Those fuckers are gonna swamp us." To quote my favorite line from Yu-Gi-Oh. I'll begin by activating my pot of greed. <laughs> I choose pot of green. I think what you meant to say. Mom's <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, where was I? Uh, firebolt, firebolt, fireball, fireball. The home of the Spartan cast begins to go up in flames. They're firebolting or fireballing? Both. Uh, firebolt, firebolt from the mages. Fireball, fireball from the warlocks. Copy that. Fireballing. Uh, as right. fire begins to spread now through the town, uh, right here. You think that they're trying to destroy infrastructure. Um, this one. If I may just briefly, go birds. Oh, did they win? They beat the they hell win. out of the giants. It's like 34 to like 13 or something. It's like, dude, go sports ball. Beating on a smaller kid. Hey, you still beat up a kid, though, right? 38 to 7, actually. The northernmost ones... Marius, let me ask you something. Is your chapel grounds... consecrated? Like, officially? Davian could have cast it. He's a ninth level caster. It's a matter of whether or not. Uh, even. No, it is not consecrated currently. Sorry, man. Oh, it's fine. I just don't think they have the uh, the time or the mo or they haven't had the money for it lately. Uh, these guys are going to begin moving in to attack Esmeralda Devonair and well, one of the Porter brothers. But being that they had to move so far. They are entering, I guess, technically through the front, which would be down here. Uh, into the castle. Into the chapel. And these guys are going to move up on the Spartan cast. Uh, 
One, two, three, four, five. Oh, that's a hit, that's a hit, and that's a hit. Um, taking out three more of the Spartan cast, taking them from six to three. These ones will lose one to the sunlight here, taking them from five to four. These guys will attack the Spartan cast four, uh, with two big hits. Killing two of them. Bring them to seven. Uh, Van Richten will come down here and lend aid to y'all. One, two. They're not damaged yet. Uh, oh, wow. Dealing 30 points of damage. Killing three of these guys. Who is he killing? The demons? Uh, yeah, the demons. Sorry. Oh, okay. I, I, was like, token. I was like, no, he friendly fired. Who is this token? Do you know? Is that you? Yeah, that's Ozol. It's Arthur. Oh. I actually need to... Boop, boop. There you go. One. Sorry about that. Token mix up. All right. Uh, Burn, you had a question about moving your troops. How would oh, would you like to move your troops? Um, if so, how many and to where? Because they can move five hundred each, which would put them roughly with the town guards on the right hand side, so like right about here. Yeah, I guess move them up. Uh Let's see. Um, it's a lot of guys. Let's see. I guess I'll move like three stacks. Is that 15 okay. guys? Um, pretty much as far as they could move to the uh, west. Give him a little extra movement. We'll put him right there. Yeah, that's fine. Alright, their horde begins to move as 15 of your troops exit the battlefield, uh, or exit the um, dead zone, climb over the walls, and begin at a dead sprint to come to your aid. And we'll just say uh, someone told them. Uh, how would you like to spend your turn? There are two shadow demons lurking in front of you. Uh, I'm gonna... We're gonna hammer their faces off. Okay, Hell so I click yeah. the damage or the name? Click the actual name of the weapon. Okay. Do I still have advantage? Uh, sure. We'll call it super secret advantage because of Ozal's ten coin boys. Also because I have radiant... Coin boys. The, the light, right? Oh, yeah, that too. Boners. Seven. 24 uh, and 21. Dead. <laughs> Two huge hits just abolish these demons back to hell. They melt into shadow. Would you like to move? Um. 
Yeah, I can burn see kind of like where like bad guys are coming from, where they're currently attacking. Maybe his mic died again. Maybe his internet. Um. Yeah. Is this fire over here to the left, guys? Yeah, that yeah, that's fire. Okay. God, there's Damn, so many fucking demon fields. That's awesome. Hard to see who's where. Yeah, Cody will be back in a second. I'm just assuming these guys, like, right here are all bad guys. Right? Probably. Am I back? Cody's back. Yeah. I'm back. Cody? I'm back. Sorry. Okay. So, all these guys by the fire? Yes. Those are all bad guys? Yes. Okay. Uh, can I move that far? Sure. Yeah, I'll just move them to like where they're at. Start getting ready to attack. Sounds good to me. Okay. That'll be my turn. Alright. Krangless. Shit's popping off. What do you want to do? Okay, uh. Can Krangless perceive anything maybe north of him? Um, sure. Why not? Let's see, where is my perception? There it is. Hopefully. I got a six. <laughs> Why? Okay, so, uh, are there any enemies over there, or? Um... Anything at all, because I rolled really low. Oh, yeah, no, you can see there's where the fires are at. Those people are totally lit up and out of cover. Uh, just behind the wall, I guess, is the only thing you guys can't see. Okay, is there anything that's in range of the uh, ballista? Um, we'll say the ballista has, what, like a thousand feet? Sure. Uh, those guys are behind cover. You could hit these two as they're heading into the church, I guess. Yeah, that let me try uh, shooting those two. So it's a 2d20? Yes. Sixteen, a twelve, and a four. Um, one hit. And roll, was it 4d10? Is that what I said last time? Okay. Thirty-eight. Perfect. Uh, you kill both of them. Holy cow! <laughs> they got mom spaghetti. Nice. <laughs> yes, Kranglis is going to continue uh, keeping an eye out from this spot. Okay. 
Mordenkainen's tower will charge this turn as that same blue light begins to well up and fire next turn at targets of your choosing. Old Zal. Um, Cody, I have a question. Yeah. Um, unrelated to this battle, but it is important. Um, my cloak of protection <clears throat> was taken by Strahd, but yes. I, I thought I also had an amulet of mage armor. You do still have it. You have okay, permanent perfect. mage armor. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure, because I didn't know if I needed to turn it on right now. Uh, so, as far as Ozal can perceive, everything to the south of us is clear at the moment, using the tree site. Um, I killed those two devils that were here, and I think that correct. was the last. Okay, yep. perfect. So, <clears throat> Ozal is going to go 500 feet to here, and... Oops, shit, sorry. Begin battling these guys. Oh my god, my roll 20 just going all over the place. <clears throat> um, I will cast... Uh, lightning bolt again and hitting these guys or I guess it's only 100 feet so just hit this guy right let me check lightning bolt did we lose Cody again no I'm still here oh okay sorry I was like uh, doubting myself yeah 100 foot line so I'll hit the the, the ones closest to me <coughs> and okay. I will do that at um, with two charges for this uh, casting, so casting at level four, using the uh, item. Um, let's see here, uh, thirty-two damage plus six uh, DC nineteen dex save. It's actually fifteen with the gauntlet, but yes. Let me. The save is fifteen. Yes, with the gauntlet. Oh, um, okay, got it. You're good. That is two failures. Okay, so they'll take thirty-eight damage. Perfect. You take out one stack here. Okay, and with my bonus action, the coins will attack that uh, last stack. Perfect. Uh, they will be rolling ten d twenty. Damn it! Sorry. Ten d twenty plus. Well, would I do 10d20 plus 8 for that, or no? No, no just do whatever the, the single plus is. <clears throat> okay. And then plus 8, so 12, 20, 15, 16, 23, 19, 16, 12, 20, and 17. Um, that is... Everything but three of those hits. Okay, so 74. Four of those hits, sorry. Uh, six hit. Uh, yes. Perfect. Um, plus, uh, 64 plus 24 damage is 43. Dead. Okay. And then the coins will move back to the hat. Um, I'm gonna keep Vor, um, kind of where he's at right now. <clears throat> and, um, that is going to be my turn. Um, I definitely want to try to figure out a way to get this fire out, though, next turn. Cold and, uh, it's... Yeah, I know, that's what I'm thinking. It's, uh, Marius' turn. 
Marius Rudari. Well, I'll continue to protect those here within the uh, the council for my stuff. So I'll just move on to my uh, my members' turns. Um, looks like uh, this gentleman here still has some struggles, so he'll uh, begin to cast spiritual guardians. So they will have a double aura effect they'll have to deal with. significantly closer and he'll work his way even for more forward uh, this one I'll need to actually start keeping rounds on since it only uh, goes for or no it's 10 minutes I believe uh, let me just double check uh, 10 minutes yep so you will work up to that and they'll have to start working saving from those as well if they choose to keep fighting he'll move in closer to the warriors here to help affect both of these and kind of cover their their ground um, the other porters are still protecting there uh, this say Dale Porter will move up beside Ozal and start working with him that is it for me okay fair no uh, full disclosure, Cody, I think earlier we had that, that issue with the Arthur token. I think that was like a duplicate token, so the real Arthur is over here. So I just deleted the other one. Oh, okay. No worries. Uh, 500 feet of movement. I lost my damn ruler tab, but that's okay. Uh, she's going to move up with Burn. Uh, so will Arthur. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not their turn. Uh, Arthur and... Um, let me see. I don't know that she can really do a lot where she's at. Um, <clears throat> would Fog Cloud be able to help put a fire up? No. Okay, I thought. Sorry, bud. I was trying to be clever. Um, hmm. Let's see. Yeah, she will just dash to move up to about there, and that'll be her turn. Seamus. Uh, Seamus will do, let's see, probably the same. <clears throat> oh, actually, he has Ice Storm, and he has Cone of Cold. Yeah, so Seamus will move between Ozol and Burn. And I wonder if there's a way I can position him that he can do Cone of Cold to hit the Vampire Mage and the Fire. Oh, I don't I'm have sure a ruler. Do that. Okay, perfect. I was say I don't have a ruler tab right now. Uh, so he'll do Cone of Cold, <clears throat> uh, level five spell slot. Uh, Cone of Cold reads. Nope, that's Arthur's token. Uh, my bad. Cone of Cold reads as follows at level 5 for 36 cold damage and it says a blast of cold air erupts from your hands each creature in a 60 foot cone must take a constitution saving throw a creature takes 8d8 cold damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one a creature killed by this spell becomes a frozen statue until it thaws 
Okay. Um, I have one failure. Okay, he'll take 36 cold damage. And it's one of them dies. Okay. Um, has this caused any effect on the fire? Uh, yes. You were able to put out half of the flames. Hey, awesome. And that'll be Seamus' turn. All right. Uh, zoom out for me. Oh, my God. Okay, now zoom back in. Oh, my God. Not over there. <laughs> Those are spooky boys. You could not been alerted to their presence as the fog rolls in, blanketing several parts of the town. Okay. Uh, that was Seamus' turn, so it's Stolas' turn now. Okay. Stolas. Okay, well... Uh, Stolos is going to fly about here, and I'm going to prepare a spell for, uh, maybe my next turn. Okay. See how it goes. Uh, but that'll be my turn. Alright. Um, with that, as the western front has been distracted by a small raiding party. Marius, please make me a perception check as we break the rules of combat here really quick. 27. Uh, <laughs> appearing towards you. Oh, wrong one. Come on. Uh, appearing south of you, you can make out what looks like a small assassination party jumping over the wall here uh, and headed towards the council. You can make ten shadows out accompanied by ten um, undead spectral hounds uh, that kind of just float through the wall. Uh, the mist recedes in the center of town and you can also make out twenty more dogs uh, as they begin their turn here. Um, also, the fog north of you seems to be getting very, very thick as noise, very loud, like marching noise, and tremors in the ground begins to happen as the full host of Strahd's assault party begins to arrive from the northeast. I should say the full host of this wave of Strahd's Assault Party. Well, this is quite something. Um, blanketed by mist, they have not fully entered the battlefield yet. Uh, Mordenkainen will send out telepathic messages to the town for those listening. What does the message say? I was assuming that we lost Cody again. He's having some trouble today. That's okay. 
Uh, in the meantime, Vintage Rebellion with the eyes and the popcorn meme, or uh, emoji rather. And uh, yeah, we're getting getting into the shits here. Dude, it's like that in South Park the movie where Saddam was saying, "Just like you are all really fucked now." <laughs> When you, like, um, zoomed just, out and I saw just, those things, yeah. I was like, just, what? Just look at the northeast of the map. Like, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. We are, uh, we are in big trouble. Yes. This is quite, quite poor. Yeah, it's not particularly good. I guess we'll get Cody back here in a second. He did mute his mic, so he is somewhat with us. He may just be having a chat on his end of the things. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not quite sure what to do. Okay, I'm back. My apologies. Holy it's cow, okay. my internet's killing me tonight. It's okay, we're gonna um, fight through it. Yes. The attack host has not shown up. He will begin to tell everyone, <laughs> like, burn soldiers, like, hey, contact north, essentially. Uh, he also sends out a message to our five intrepid heroes. Telling you to re-rally at the cart. And to bring Van Richten. So do with that what you will. Um, That's like I'm telepathic? Could, like could you say that again, please? Oh, yes. Um, Van Richten. Not Van Richten. Sorry, I'm looking at Van Richten's token. Mordenkainen sends out a telepathic message informing of the fog rolling in in the troops to the south that he can see because the southeast... Troops have been revealed as an, one of the hosts begins to attack the southeast wall where all of Burns' troops are stationed. He then will send out telepathic messages to our five intrepid heroes telling you to rally at your cart. We have his attention. It's time for you to depart. Um... These guys will begin to fall back as they have diverted some resources, which is what their job was. And actually, he's going to fall back this way instead. Okay. Then uh, Richten will take his move towards the cart. Burn. Yes. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to backflip out of there to the car. <laughs> nice. Just all agile. If that's what oh. Mordenkainen said, then... Also, it looks like everything around me is dead, so... Dead or fleeing? Yeah, or both. Yeah, so um, 500 feet for you uh, is more than the cart. So go ahead and move yourself all the way to the cart if you want to. Uh, yeah. Bam. Uh, Kringlis, you see burn and hear the same message. What do you do? Uh, Kranglis is gonna stay put, and he's gonna cover whoever is running towards the cart.
Perfect. Um, Mordenkind's tower, instead of attacking, will shoot a portal in front of the cart. Ozal. Um, Ozal. <sighs> oh, man. So we've been essentially given the order to retreat tactically. Uh, it's up to you. Kind of. Yep, he, he is giving you an out as the host party arrives. And burn, burn moved back, or where's burn at? I don't even see. Burn, burn has moved to the cart. Okay, so then I will follow. Uh, moving back, and as I pass my students, um, I will say, um, keep each other safe. This distraction is necessary, but hopefully we can kill the devil. And I will retreat uh, with the party, and I'll give Arthur a little pat on the head. Nice. So you fought well, my boy. And, uh... Yeah, I'll, move, I'll begin retreating. Okay. I guess, I don't know, can I make it to the cart if I dash? Are you sure? Why not? Okay, perfect. You can probably oh. put your coin boys down here. Okay. Um, War will yeah. be there as well. Marius, what do you do? What is this portal thing that's opened up here? Uh, it is shooting. The tower itself is shooting these large energy beams that have created a portal in front of the cart. Uh, as Mordekaiden's instructions to fall back and that you have his attention have rung through the town. It is some sort of gateway or pathway. Everyone, quickly make your way to our cart or, or find safety within the temple. I will cast daylight on one of you and make my way to our cart, but there is an attack coming in quickly on you. Uh, at which point I'll, I'll cast daylight on one of them uh, yeah. to protect them for a bit. Kind of keep the shadows away from them. Seth, uh, Seth will have you put it on his bow. And he will become the beacon to shelter these people. And then I will make my way there. Uh, I can fly. So it'll take me two turns to make my way there with the distance you said we could move. Sure. That sounds great. Um, face the, bar the barbarians that are here could protect them. Oh, that's um, a great idea. And then uh, my men here will begin making their way back to the temple to try and uh, secure it. We got Gigi in the chat. What's up, Gigi? What's up, Gigi? Okay. Uh, Seth's bow begins to grow super bright um, as you take wing uh, somewhat unsteadily, leaving your your town power structure behind. Um, Seamus. Uh, Seamus will begin um, 
Would you like to give me a little bit of advice on that? Seamus is going to run into battle and go save the people in the building as he sees Marius leave. Oh, okay. Well, let Fleeing me ask you this. So, so are we trying to get every person in the town into the cart, or are we trying to just get the main party into the cart? Just trying to get I the heroes. Understand. Okay, thank you. Uh, Seamus will begin moving uh, to, to try to rescue the town's um, government, I guess, as it were. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Seamus will... Yeah, he's going to... Let's see what he can do. Character sheet. Um, he is going... I didn't realize okay, he yeah. had that, sorry. <laughs> um, sure. We'll do greater invisibility for now. And, Hell uh, yeah. He'll become invisible. And hopefully he'll be able to break into the, uh, the Burgermaster's Manor. Uh, yeah. He fades, uh, from sight. Stolos. Gigi uh, says, "Sorry, Gigi says I told someone about the show and told them to tune in. And damn it, y'all didn't have it for like a thousand years. This was a while ago. Uh, I'm sorry, Gigi. It. Sorry about the holidays a, we got. Yeah, it was a rough season for holidays for meeting up with people and schedules. Thank you for the recommendation, though. I appreciate that. Yes. Sorry. Uh, go ahead, Dini." Uh, yeah, okay, so, uh, Stolas is the kind of guy that wants to live forever, so he's gonna bail. He's gonna go to the cart. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Laters. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, you dive bomb and Batman land onto the assault deck as the, uh, ramp is, uh, like halfway down, halfway up, just waiting for those few people who can get on. Um, the assault host. These guys are going to trail this way, this way, this way, this way. Um, I'm going to say, Marius, due to your quick thinking and your light spell, Essentially what's going to happen is these guys will flee, giving them a chance to slowly start working their way this way. Uh, to meet up with the town. Actually, they probably could go a little more. Van Richten and Alucard will get to the cart. Burn, you're on the cart. I'm assuming you're flipping the switches and calculating for hyperspace. Yeah, flipping the switches and picking up the bitches. Hell yeah. Kringlis, you're still keeping guard. Uh, Mordekainen's just going to hold the portal open. Ozol, you're on board. Summoning horses. Yep. Marius? Um, if I may... Yeah. Um, Vor, how, did we establish how far Vor, Vor can fly? Like, could You're he fly feet. to here? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Why not? Um, Ozal will take the coins off his hat 
and um, airdrop them. Yeah, oh exactly. My God. Give them to Vor to carry. Why did I say yes? Oh, well, no. I was. <laughs> that's what I was gonna do, just to cover their retreat. Uh, that's hilarious. We, I love we, it. We kind of abandoned them, so. Uh, Vor is going to go because if Vor dies, he could just be resummed. It's not a big deal. And airdrop all ten of our um, coin boys. And as the wise Boda once Yoda once said, "Around the survivors of perimeter create," and they will begin covering the retreat. You as a, basically a hundred foot wall of like coin boys. You United mm. States carpet bomb your coins <laughs> like onto. These poor, undeserving shadows. Just and I just imagine the coins flying in like that one dude from Deadpool 2. Oh my god. <laughs> With the goggles and everything. But he sticks the landing instead of dying. And then there goes my hero playing in the background. Um, yeah, so they're going to do that to cover the retreat. So um, almost like something like this to cover the retreat. Okay. Yes. One hundred percent, that happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Deduct how many ever coins you're using ten. to do ten. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could use any like a five hundred. I mean, yeah, basically. We're gonna have a talk uh, about. That. I don't know how it's gonna work in the final battle. I'm gonna have to get creative. Well, I can only use ten at a time, so I mean, it's not I'm like I can start just pulling machine gun. Fucking, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna find a way to summon one of those giant Elden Ring hands. That's terrifying. Um, Marius. That was fun, though. I like that. I, th I think it's hilarious. That's a good idea, yes. Um, so, the three cleric Porta brothers are securing the temple to allow refugees in and keep out the bad creatures. Uh, it's going to take time, but uh, I think Davian might, might be able to get a hollow spell in, but uh, I don't know if he could cast it. I think it takes, like... 24 hours or something? Yeah, 24 hours. There's no way you can cast that. Um, you just have one of the brother, Porter Brothers do it. No, da Davian could start casting. He's the only one that has the capability oh. to. So but it's a tw it, it, the casting time is 24 hours. Oh. So I he mean... has to spend a whole day to cast it. Yeah. Fuck. Anyways, um, so they'll start securing the temple, and then Marius here should be able to make the rest of the way to the cart. Yeah. Marius moves to the cart. They do that. Um, I'm just going to lump in Faye and Sh or Sh Faye's hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to lump in yeah whatever you want okay sure Seamus gets there um your shrapnel boys land just shredding the ghost as their silver implements fly through their body oh uh, i love it all of our heroes are aboard as you flip the reins and disappear that was awesome now one last thing needs to happen. What is that? Oh my god. I don't know what that is. That is a... That's a hollow dragon? I'm not sure why that's on my... That's really cool. I was like, wow, Strahd really pulling out all the stops today. 
I have one more surprise at my sleeve. If my... Yep, here we go. Um, coming out from the portal is one singular walking statue of Waterdeep. And that's our scene here. I, I just want to remind everyone it's a great Ozark quote. Around the survivors, a perimeter create. Um, <laughs> if I may, if I may, Cody, before yeah. we, can you bring us back to that other map? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said oh. this is the end of the episode, right? Oh yeah, I would. Uh, I have one more thing to do before I ended it. I was thinking about it. <laughs> Okay, uh, do what I you need, need to, to do. I, I did want to yeah. address some things first. So just uh, let's do what it is that you needed to do. My apologies. Oh, no, it's fine. To... I, I will wrap that up here at the end. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. It's it's just more about the show in general. So let's finish up oh. what we're going to do. Uh, yeah, you guys move. Um, let me actually move you to the Barovia map. I found the cart, by the way. It was on. Where are we TV at right for now? For some reason. Uh, you guys are at Velaki, where the cart is. Boop. Oh, okay. Uh, the portal will spit you out, hurtling through space and time at the gates of Barovia on B. Cutting almost a full day off your journey. <clears throat> Fantastic. That was a crazy battle. It's crazy. You want to put you back on the other page? We could stay here. It's fine. Either way. Anyway, so um, obviously there's been a lot that's been going on with Dungeons & Dragons over the past three weeks. Um, we are We are not um, oblivious to that conversation. Um, <clears throat> I think what Cody and... Um, what Cody and us decided... We haven't really had a formal talk about it. But I think we're going to finish out... If you could turn off the ambience, too. Yeah, it's yeah, too sorry. epic for that. I think what Cody and, and uh, we decided is we're going to finish out this campaign, which, you know, one to two, three episodes, whatever, uh, using the D&D system. And obviously, you know, we have the draft OGL, um, which is, I think, quite fair compared to what the initial leak was. Um, but we're also... Um, we really care about the longevity of the program. So as a group, we're going to discuss if we want to stay with D&D, if we want to try out another system. Uh, for Campaign 2, we may have one or two episodes where we try a different system, see how we like it. Maybe we'll go back to D&D. Maybe we'll stay with the other system. It's it's all very fluid. But, uh, yeah, we were very concerned about a lot of the things that we saw. And uh, I know it was mentioned earlier in the chat with uh, with Vintage, you know, about the whole situation. So... Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Cody, if you want to add anything to that, or Marius, or Dean, or uh, Dini. But uh, I, felt, I felt we should address it. I meant to bring it up at the beginning of the stream, but you know we were kind of doing a bunch of last-minute stuff, and I forgot. So No, I think that was a good time. Um, we... I, I love D&D. &D. I don't want that to like, be like, oh, you're the D&D &D guy, though. Why wouldn't you play D&D? &D? I think 5e is a really good system. Um... I'm more so worried about what's going to happen with Wizards and the license and things like that, because with our, if, if you have watched Curse of Strahd at all on any other channel, 
I have drastically changed the course of events of what has happened. I have allowed our heroes to go pretty much everywhere. We've added in custom story arcs. We've done crazy shit with, like, Mordenkainen, who has basically just gone crazy this whole thing, and you don't really see them. We've also pretty much used every hero character and kind of tied them into one cooler, overarching epic story. We've taken Strahd and his domain of the land above and beyond what anything is written in the book. Um, not only for fun for me, but as players, I'm sure they can attest, it's a lot more fun to be a lot higher level. And Wizards of the Coast 5th edition doesn't really support anything past 10th level, unfortunately. Uh, it just kind of gets to the point to where you point at something and it dies, and then you repeatedly do that. But I told our our team here that I wanted to go to 20th level and find a way to do it. Um, temporarily, that's still kind of my plan. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, if Wizards totally just burns down everything they've built and... You know, they end up trying to monetize us for a bunch of different things. I don't know how well that's going to go over with Auxiliary in general. So we're taking a look at some other avenues. There are some other good systems out there that I think lean more towards a narrative roleplay experience, which gives players more freedom. Um, but we're going to talk about that kind of off stream after we finish our Curse of Strahd campaign and figure out where we want to go from there. And of course, you guys will be in the loop the whole time as to what we decide. So... Yeah, yeah that's, definitely. That's what I got. Uh, Max, Dean, Dean, anything you guys want to add to that? Um, well, I guess the only thing I want to say is that I'd like to think uh, things will turn out for the best uh, at the end of it when they get feedback. Um, so I don't want to like rush the judgment too quickly, but I'm also uh, not opposed to the idea of just switching systems so if anyone has suggestions you can leave them in our comments and maybe i can look into them in my free, uh, free time but uh yeah thanks for tuning in this whole time guys yeah totally yeah, we we've love had great guys. support and uh i'm glad you all care yeah, we always get messages like, I can't believe you killed Caliban, or you can't believe you did this, or we get some, some really thought-out comments sometimes, and it's, yeah. you know, we're not like the biggest D&D streamers, so it's really nice to see that the fan base cares. Um, Max Dean? Um, yeah, I, I was actually just going to say exactly what Dini said, so, yeah. If you have any suggestions, or maybe you want to see us do something maybe a little different, let us know. Um, I was telling Dini the other day that they have Mass Effects like uh, ports for, you know, oh, shit. that's you know like more like space fantasy than Dungeons and Dragons fantasy. But you know, anything's possible if you suggest it. So. I I don't know that I have it in me to do the Bioware romance branching arcs though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to be romancing each other. Only if it's Garrus. Yeah, Garrus is best boy. I don't know, Dean. You know, you and I could get along sometime. You know, maybe go and find <laughs> ourselves in the simulation shack. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Hey, man, we, we're open to all audiences. We love it. Let's go. 
Anyways, no. yeah. The thing I was going to say is, I, I'm here ultimately for you guys, for our friend, playing games with my friends, and putting on the good show for our fans. So thank you all for tuning in every week that come in and watch. Yes. Oh, I, I do have one more thing. Um, What's that? Depending on what What's happens that, with, <laughs> Depending on what happens with D&D Next, we might be sticking with 5th edition if the OGL like, yes. works itself out because some of the new rules don't look so hot. I know I'm everything's in flex. 100% with you, Cody. We, we are one. kind of trying to wait out the storm to see what actually happens. Um my other thought was too is that more gaming experience never hurts right like different systems try things yeah. out we can continue our storyline is the big thing in a system i'm looking for um where we can kind of pseudo port over our characters to see what happens but mm-hmm. yes i love you all thank you for watching uh yeah. Badfish, welcome. round of applause for the listeners for tuning in for over a year 20 yeah i think this is what our penultimate episode next episode's our finale so um, uh, or hopefully hopefully one or two uh, castle Ray might be a two-part episode yeah so, so okay. bear with me be gentle well we appreciate you guys tuning in cody you did an excellent job managing everything that you had to manage today i know we don't get to say that often enough thanks man. and um shout out to the coin boys you love to see the it. coin the he- unsung heroes Oh, that spell was as fun as I thought it would be, and I can't wait to use it again. I am terrified. It's great. (sighs) Anyways, Dean, do you want to send us home? Bye.